Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rob and Akiva need a podcast. And they need your help. And you make it onto the wheel. Rob and Akiva need a podcast. Yeah, they'll buy or sell. Your ideas they'll talk about until you've gotten your fill. Every weekend, better attend. You can get Yes, that's right. Robin, keep need a podcast. First show of 2021. And here we are back with the man, host of a three and a half podcasts. Here he is, the great Akiva Whitaker. Akiva, how are you? Did we put three and a half men in the season three episode seven football. <laughs> three and a half men. Is that a, <laughs> is that a sequel? Well, you just said three and a half podcasts. So it's like three and a half men. Did you in know the, the show the, was the two fishbowl. and a half men, though? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, we're off to a hot start for 2021. <laughs> Season three, episode seven, Boy Meets World. We are back to talk about it coming off of a week where we talked about Ape Crazy Nights. We talked about uh, two different movies uh, featuring uh, one had a chimpanzee, one had an ape. Talked about some 90s movies. Uh, didn't feel like the we got a lot of feedback. Maybe it sort of uh, went sort of like a holiday week. People were busy. Yeah, I'd say all the feedback we got was positive, but I did notice not one person rewatched Ed with us. Yeah, I don't think anybody watched Ed with us. Like, I don't think no. people were like, "Yeah, I watched those movies and they were bad." Nobody. In fairness, uh, kind of hard to get to buy both of them on Amazon Prime. Maybe uh, had they been available on a streaming service, maybe more people would have checked them out. Yeah, maybe we should pay more attention to that going forward. Like, make sure it's like easily accessible. Yeah, if it's on Netflix. Although when we did the what was a murder mystery movie, uh, although we did it like a year after it came out, uh, that it wasn't really like people were like, oh yeah, I just watched this. That's true, and also like that. Yeah, maybe the bad movies nobody's going to watch no matter what we do. If somebody ever wants to watch what we're watching, message me and I'll I'll find it for you. But Akiva, how'd you ring in the new year? I don't know. I didn't really do anything. Like I'm, I've never been a New Year's guy. <laughs> yeah. Our new year is Rosh Hashanah. Like it's 5781 in the Jewish new year. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not a big January 1st guy. I don't make any resolutions. I'm going to stop keeping by January 10th. Okay. What about uh, you? Yeah. I mean, uh, my wife worked, so it was just like, uh, it was very, a uh, very quiet night. I did a six hour patron cast and then got Ooh. done and then, uh, you know, inhaled some pizza and then was playing video games with my kids. That was the well, quiet of my night entails a six hour podcast. That's a quiet night. For you. That was the bulk of the daytime. 
Uh, but Akiva, okay, like in the Jewish community, were is yeah. there a lot of like fifty seven eighty worst year ever? I think people were making the never. joke this year. Yeah. yeah, I think people were definitely pulling that on Twitter, like fifty seven eighty. Because if you think about it, have things gotten tweet. better since September? They've gotten like, worse I, since September. Okay, well then, yeah. So then maybe fifty seven eighty one is just well, as bad. It's a mixed bag. Some some good, some bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So. All right, uh, we're going to be talking about Boy Meets World, Season 3, Episode 7. Would it be inappropriate for me to say that I was going to be, uh, you could call me uh, Goy Meets World? No, that's funny. Yeah, okay. That would be funny. Okay. That's I'll, I'll say good. that for the podcast, not for Twitter. <laughs> All right. Well, no, I think you should tweet it, Goy Meets World. People will like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here let's talk about if they like that joke. season yeah. three, episode seven of Boy Meets World. He called his shot from way back when, mm-hmm. when we talked about this. Did uh, we'll find, let's find out if he if he was the person that submitted it. He certainly said ca- claimed shotgun. I, I'm I'm yes. on it. That's for, how this podcast works. You just call shotgun and you get an episode. Yep, that's what happens. Okay, <laughs> here he is, Maddie Fresh. Matt Gagan. Matt, how are you? Oh my God, yes. I am finally here. My popular demand. It's Keebsworth's nightmare. Yes. Okay. Matt Gagan is here. Uh, Boy Meets World super fan, is that fair to say? Yes, yes. It was probably one of my first favorite shows since all the way back in elementary school. Um, And I've, you know, just since I was a kid, just watched it over and over again. Had all seven seasons on DVD. So it's, uh, it's definitely a favorite of mine. Okay. Matt, Rob, can I read some of Matt's Boy Meets World tweets from back in the day to just yeah. prove his CV? Yes, yes, please. Okay. Uh, November 25th, 2011. Boy Meets World, the best show of all time. Uh, November 26th. Oh my God, huge news. I'm watching Boy Meets World. January 4th, 2012. I got every season of Boy Meets World for Christmas. Hashtag quality show. Hashtag Mr. Feeney. Uh, two weeks later, finally finished watching every episode of Boy Meets World. Hashtag now what? Mm-hmm. Uh, Pizza Hut and Boy Meets World. This is phenomenal. Yep. The fourth and fifth seasons of Boy Meets World were certainly paying us hottest. Uh, Whoa. November oh, 20. Hey, come on. We're not going to rank the okay. Boy Meets World seasons by Topanga <laughs> Hotness. Okay, Matt? He was probably a minor then. Uh, yeah. Disney Channel's being a sequel to Boy Meets World. I'm so bleeping pumped. Hashtag Corey. Hashtag Topanga. Hashtag Girl Meets World. Hashtag Bad Show. Uh, December 28, 2012. Corey Matthews is my hero and Boy Meets World is my guide to life. Hashtag Classic Show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wish Boy Meets World was on twenty four hours a day. By the way, this is not a planned bit. Uh, I just no, I just moved the second. Okay. Holy ass, Adam Scott right, was well, in Boy Meets World. Let's get Matt's response to all, all this, Akiva. <laughs> this I I am so unprepared for this. I did not know, but I mean, you can see now. This is not just this is not fake. I'm not a bit. I am a fan since my early days of Twitter. Apparently, I've been hashtagging it and tweeting about it for for years and years. Okay. Matt, let me tell you your challenge here today because I think mm-hmm. that this is what we this is what we need from you if we're going to uh, really make this part of the best of 2021 here in this podcast today. So, speaking for myself and Akiva, I could say that I think that we are both pretty ambivalent about Boy Meets World. We do not hate it, but it is not something that is super. What was what would be the right word to say, Akiva? It's like important to our childhood. It's not something it, like it's not like, formative for either of matters, us. Like, yeah, when we talk about like family matters, like, oh, it wasn't my favorite show, but like, I, you know, it was it was, it was formative for me. And we don't dislike you, it. 
The yeah. problem is that we don't really care about Boy Meets World. I think that that was mm-hmm. where the idea to get it out of the fishbowl may have come from. Your job here is to talk. Well, and we'll talk about the season three, episode seven that we watch, which was fine. N- nice show. But your mm-hmm. job here, I think, is really to, you know, help us understand why Boy Meets World is uh, the greatest show of all time. And maybe like uh, give us give us something here to help us understand the phenomenon of Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the, the deck is stacked against me because you guys have been anti. It seemed to me that you guys were anti Boy Meets World since you tried to unjustly kick it out of the fist. Yeah, we kicked it out of the fishbowl in about November yeah. 1st ish of 2019. And, yeah, Again, it was a little, I was. I it's, was on my time hop. It was a little over a year it's ago. It's not that we tweets. dislike it, but yeah, there's worse shows for sure. If, if we if we hated Boy Meets World, we would be ready to come in. We'd be coming in hot here today yep. to talk about why. Yep. Tell you why Boy Meets World is terrible. What makes it a challenging podcast is that we don't have strong feelings about it. Well, yes, and this this I'll say right off the bat, this isn't the the greatest episode to talk about or podcast about. But you know, I. I don't care that you guys are ambivalent towards it. If you guys didn't grow up with it like I did, it's not going to be the same for you guys. What what I was upset at is, you know, you guys like to pretend like there's this, the, the sanctity of the wheel that you guys are always, you know, you guys have morals and you guys are always playing by the rules and not like, yes, listen, oh, this person wasn't on the podcast. Not our fault. They didn't, they didn't come on the wheel, even though, you know. We all know that's BS. You could put Dr. Mike on the wheel 69 times and use eight vetoes till he gets on the podcast. But mm-hmm. you guys put something in the fishbowl. People get excited for it. I hear Boy Meets World. I didn't suggest it. I've never suggested anything for the show in my life, but I hear it and I say, oh my God, that's a great show. These are great people. It's a great podcast. This is going to be fun. I have something to look forward to. And that's really what everyone just wants. They just want something to look forward to. And then you keep listening. And then out of nowhere, because I don't know, Akiva just seems like he likes to, you know, make this format of the show as zany as possible. So he creates polls and takes things out and puts things in at will. And he just randomly decides, oh, I, let's just take it out. And, which, you know, I felt, and a lot of people that follow me on Twitter also felt that it was unfair. So I did lead the crusade to get it back into the fishbowl. And at some point, I just became attached to it. And that, that's actually why I'm here right now. Okay. I don't even remember ever calling Shotgun. Episode. But you, you can understand my okay. frustration. And that's why you stopped listening to the podcast. Well, yeah, I, I boycotted it for a while. And then boycott Meets World. Yeah, well, well, he was, tweeted that. That was my tweet. He, yeah. he literally said, honestly, can't wait for these morons to officially get rid of Boy Meets World so I can unsubscribe from the stupid show once for all. He also tweeted, wait, they took out Boy Meets World. Time for a boycott meets or nap. Am I right? Wow. Mm. <laughs> I can't, I can't Should we like this tweet? <laughs> <laughs> How many likes did it get? 23. That's not so bad. First in by <laughs> Matt Stewart by <laughs> Allie. Forget yeah. it. You're dead to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, so- I, uh, I, yeah, I had stopped watching for a while because I stopped working and that's when I listened to all my, all my podcasts. But I, I heard from a good friend of the pod, Lita Brillman, that this was picked last week. And so mm-hmm. I, I, I did my homework. I was probably like two or three months behind. And on, uh, I took off from school this week. So on Monday, I just, Blew through two and a half months worth. Whoa. Of, uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, that's dedication. All right. Well, take a look now. So it's sort of like that you were away for a while. You came back and then uh, podcast better or worse. Have we made any strides? Um, I'd say it's just as good as it was. It's the same. Okay. Yes. Okay. But the la- I will say the last, the last few episodes, you guys have had some uh, all-star guests on and it was, 
the last the last you know few episodes have been have been really good, and so I don't okay. know I don't know if I'll be able to live up to them, but I'll, I'll try my hardest. All right, well, let's talk a little Boy Meets World. I guess up top, could you explain the title Boy Meets World? Uh, is that a play on something that I never understood? What what does Boy Meets World refer to? Well, uh, Corey Matthews is the main character. Yes, and he, he is a boy, especially. You know, when the series starts, he is in sixth grade, so he's he is definitely just just a boy. And uh, the the whole show is told through his point of view, and he is learning life lessons through Mister Feeney and his parents and some other people, and he is uh, becoming acquainted with the world and learning about it through seven seasons of the show. I don't think there's a play on words or anything to it, really. But, but was that an expression, boy meets world, like Akiva? Like we talked about, like, well, he's like, uh, Billy is going off to the job field uh, soon. I guess uh, boy meets world, finally. I don't, yeah, I don't think it is. But may, I, maybe they invented it. Was girl meets world an expression? I mean, I don't know. only when they made the spinoff. <laughs> I've heard, uh, I've heard boy meets girl and boy meets world kind of rhymes with that. So maybe, maybe that, uh, do you think, oh boy, that's a real stretch. If that's well, what well, they're going for. Joe is really more boy meets girl than boy meets world, right? Yeah. Yeah, it becomes yeah. at least, at least yeah, what does he do? He goes to girl. junior high school. Yeah. Middle he school. met the world. Hello world. He didn't even meet the world. He's got the same teacher for all seven <laughs> seasons. Nobody's less worldly <laughs> than this guy. The principal. The principal, the principal and the teacher. He has had Mr. Feeney in his life at, at some point every year since kindergarten. Yeah. Akiva, are you a Feeney guy? You like Mr. Feeney? He has a good episode this week. He he shows a lot of heart. Um, I, I it is funny that like in these shows you have the same the same teacher. Like they right, they do retcon in the show that he's always had Mr. Feeney as a teacher until he become. When does he become the principal, Matt? Well, so he he's um he's in the first season. Corey's in sixth grade. Um, and he's his like history teacher. And then seventh through twelfth grade is uh, high school. So the next season he goes to high school and he thinks he's done with Feeney, but then it turns out that Feeney is, has gotten a job as the principal of his high school. And then when he goes away to college in season six and seven, uh, Feeney becomes a student and then a dean at the college. So he really just can't get rid of Feeney at all. Boy, maybe a stalker. <laughs> yeah. Well, he also lives next door to him. Whoa. Yeah, I think and I think it said Feeney was like in college is like physics teacher and yes. like English professor and he, a third unrelated I, subject. I believe he taught three classes in the college. Well, when he taught Corey in sixth grade, he was a history teacher. And then when he was a college professor, he went to, I think, archaeology, English and mm -hmm. some kind of science. That's yeah. a big glow up, Rob. Sixth grade history, sixth grade history teacher. And then you're a college physics professor. Just seven yeah. years later. Mm -hmm. Later in life, that's he pretty really good. He, do must get, he, wants. he must be getting like PhD after PhD while while being the principal of the school. Yeah, I think so. Um, Matt, can you tell us like what is the worldview, the Boy Meets World view of the show? Like, uh, if you could, could you give us just like sort of like the big takeaway from the show? The, like, how do you mean? Like, what the the lessons they're trying to? Yeah, on? like, does the show have a certain outlook on the world? Um, I I would say. That I, I mean, I think a lot of the lessons you're going to learn in the show are through Mr. Feeney. And uh, you see in this episode that uh, Mr. Feeney uh, tries to be a very fair guy and also a very um, really promotes hard work. And I think in the beginning of the show, you see Corey and Sean are uh, very much slackers. And throughout, Feeney is going to try to get them to, you know, do their work and apply themselves and help them realize that. Uh, they're not stupid. They, you know, anyone can be smart if you just apply them, themselves. Even uh, Corey's brother Eric 
is just becomes really dumb throughout the series. Mm-hmm. But even even he, with the right guidance and hard work, is able to get uh, into into college. So I, I think it's just uh, if you have the right role models and if you apply yourself and put in the work that uh, you can you you're you're smarter and more capable than you think you are. And as long as you you know do the work required, just just something like that. Yeah. Akiva, do you know how old uh, the actor that plays Mr. Feeney is now? Oh, good question. So the show starts in 93. This is probably a 95 episode. This episode's filmed in 95. I'm going to say... So he let's say he's 65. I'm going to say 90. Yeah, 93. Much like the, how the show started. And he's still kicking? Yeah. Yep, he's in Girl Meets World. Matt. He is, right? He is in the first episode. And I... I, to be honest, I stopped watching Girl Meets World sometime in the first season. I thought it was pretty. Is it yeah, too late to find a backup guest, Rob? <laughs> oh, yeah. come on. This is, this is, not, this is not Girl Meets Where's World. Where's Ryan Popola? Yeah. Um, so he's definitely in the first episode. And then I, don't, I think he's mentioned you know, throughout the series, obviously. But I don't know if he's in anything else besides the first episode of the show. Yeah, I could see also, like, I'm sure he's like, all right, I'll be in it. But I'm also 92 and I probably can sit on set the whole day. Exactly, yeah. Like yeah. So, Matt, I think compared to the rest of the uh, TGIF fair, that I feel like that Boy Meets World is like a bit of a smarter show. It seemed like that it's skewed to like a more of an older audience. It's not necessarily uh, as like campy as the Family Matters and like as sappy as the Full House. Is that right in terms of like the tone of the show? That seems correct. So just fill me in. What are the other shows in TJF? So it's Family Matters, Full House. Is there one other or there? I mean, there were many. Oh, there were many. Okay. So, I mean, I'm not too familiar with Family Matters, but I was also a big Full House guy. And yeah, I, I think if you're comparing Boy Meets World and Full House, which are two shows that I did grow up on, I always preferred Boy Meets World and I'll always like rewatch Boy Meets World now. I, would, I don't think I'd ever put on old seasons of Full House just because uh, Full House is, you know, a little sillier. It's really, it's really cheesy. There's, you know, they really hammer home the the uh, lessons in a way that Boy Meets World doesn't. You know, like you said, it, it's kind of smarter. I think it's better written. I think the the jokes are actually, you know, funny, and uh, I think the 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 characters just, you know, develop more throughout the series as well. So, Rob, yes. So the one thing I thought watching this episode and having watched the show in particular, I agree that. It is kind of a smarter show. Like the writer's room is more impressive than than a full house type show. For like, sure. The the jokes were pretty good. I definitely yes. laughed that loud. I did think at one point during this episode, my daughters would like this show. I think if you show them from season one, especially like the fact that they get into like the not love triangle, but sort of the love story later on, like I do think it actually does hold up pretty well. Yeah, I thought so too. Um that that's why, you know, like it it's fine. I would not be doing a <laughs> a, a rewatch of Boy Meets World. But, you know, it's not like there's just it's hard to season three, episode seven, it because there's like not a lot to make fun of here. But I do have I do have some complaints. I will say um, and remember, I'm face blind, so it's a little tricky. Everyone looked the exact same. Everybody looks the same. You're right. I don't know whose brother is. It's like a lot of blonde surfer dudes. I don't know who is who. Yeah, I can get that with with Sean and Eric kind of both have like the hair thing. Even like the kid who's like a menace at the school is also the menace. What's his deal? I don't even know his name. Are we talking about Joey the Rat? Joey the Rat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think his name is like used during the episode. Yeah, it's it's a very rare episode where it's just Joey and not so usually he's with him and Frankie are like best friends at the school and they are uh they're lackeys to the the main bully um Harley and until he, you know, goes away to 
juvenile detention or whatever. And then they get a replacement bully played by Adam Scott for a few episodes. But um, well, Adam Scott is a very imposing figure. <laughs> well, he, he's a different kind of bully. He was uh, more of a Machiavellian type guy. Um, but so, yeah, then they then they they have a big episode where they swear off being lackeys and it's just going to be the two of them from now on. But uh, yeah, this is the is a rare episode where it, it's just it's just Joey and not any of his not any of his bully friends. Okay, Joey Epstein, not love than this. But wait, I'll, I'll, I'm so sorry, Joey what? for people who didn't watch the episode at one point. <laughs> at one point, um, is selling tires in the cafeteria. Is that correct? Like he's selling tires to to like sixth graders or seventh graders in the school cafeteria. Uh, and tube socks. That's right. Which isn't even a word I think that's used anymore. <laughs> Tires and tube socks. So he's just like he's just like a, anything like with a, a career team. criminal starting. Well, yeah, he's a, he's a rat. He'll do anything to get a quick buck. Yeah. Um. I I guess we could get into this episode a little bit, uh, which is called uh, "Truth and Consequences," which was a really gritty look at uh, the high school uh, slash public access uh, news beat. Mm-hmm. This is very relatable for like everyone the newsroom. That was in, for everyone that was in like ninth and tenth grade, and they put on you know big, big, hard hitting investigative journalism yes. shows. Yes, you know how most high schools have a TV station that does uh, local broadcasts. Uh, your right. either of your high schools, you guys both grew up on Long Island, like yeah. I did. That's right. Um, did either of your high schools have a TV or radio station? No. So. I I don't know if I've talked about this before, but I was very involved with the school newspaper, uh, mm-hmm. the Wantaw Warrior, uh, during mm. my time. And just very recently, I have uh, reconnected with my journalism teacher on Facebook, and I was going, uh, you know, going back and forth, uh, trading Facebook messages the other day. I said, "Look at this! Look, here's I'm just like uh, here I am." I guess I'm like a real Corey Matthews, just like uh, chatting it up with my high school teachers uh, some uh, just a few short years after my high school graduation. Yeah, I mean, as far as my school went, uh, not not that I know of any radio or like there was definitely a media class, but we would just create videos and submit them to the teacher. I don't know who exactly you would broadcast to because I feel like, you know, the students are in class, but in Mm -hmm. this episode it seems like a big deal like Corey's parents for some reason are there watching uh i guess they got the day off from work i don't know what what their deal is but yes it seems like a pretty big deal at john adams high yeah a little by the way that's a little bit of a helicopter parent right like the kids are finally going to be on on like the local news and both his parents are there and by the way like it's such a big deal for him he's still editing the piece while they're on air, he's still editing like five minutes before they're yeah. on air. Hey, look, do any editing? It, it's the news doesn't go on because it's six o'clock, Akiva. <laughs> it's, it's like it's true. six o'clock. As but imagine, or, yeah, I'm no sorry, it doesn't go on because it's ready. I got screwed that up. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That's no one else's yeah. parents were there, just right. Nobody because that's crazy for your parents to be there. That's like super helicopter. But hold parents. on, hold on. That it, that there's some sort of parental guardian that also like so who's his friend? Sean. Sean Hunter. Sean yeah. is his friend. And then they're like, uh, there's a whole scene where they're like being like really creepy peeping Toms and <laughs> filming a woman undressing with a video camera. And then this guy comes home. And is that like Sean's dad? But he also works at the school. So I, I thought you might be a little confused if this is like the only episode you're watching. So what happens is uh, Sean used to live in a trailer park with his mom and dad at uh, somewhere uh, in season two. His mom runs off. And then at the end of season two, his dad leaves with the trailer to go and try to find the mom, abandoning Sean, essentially. 
So he lives with Corey for a little bit, but that doesn't really work out. And so uh, his English teacher, Mr. Turner, decides he's going to become his legal guardian and uh, have him live at his apartment. He's like the cool teacher, Mr. Turner. He's, yeah, he's, he's the cool. He's the cool guy that wears the leather jacket and rides the motorcycle. Yeah, because I don't know how cool this was for Corey Matthews and Sean when they apparently live in some sort of a uh, apartment building where there is a woman who gets uh, into a towel and dances, mm-hmm. puts on a whole show, and then not only are Corey and Sean, you know, glued to this, mesmerized, they break out the video camera. And <laughs> I have to say that this is uh, beyond the pale. <laughs> what, for the adult to do it or for the children? I, well, I think one for the, for the children. Look, because, I, and I've been, th- I've been through this where that I, I, longtime listeners of the podcast know that Neighbors. I used to have a neighbor who mm-hmm. I don't know if she could tell or not, but she would often, get uh, uh undressed rob's naked neighbor was a twitter account sometimes i'd be doing a podcast and all of a sudden this woman would would she would be uh, she would get undressed uh, could you could you set your watch to it you couldn't set your watch to it it would be a rare it would be a rare thing um but i don't think you're supposed to videotape it i think no, that's sort definitely. of like the the rule is that if look that if, if somebody's getting undressed in front of the window they're like, hey, you comment like, oh, my God, can you believe what this person is doing? Honey, look at this. But then you, you, if you videotape it, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a breach of privacy. That's a breach saying. of privacy. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. A couple of lines adult, were crossed. Yeah. Uh, if you're an adult, you probably shouldn't be like, hey, kids, this is pretty sweet. Oh, wait, her towel just fell. Mm-hmm. He, he told them to put the camera away. Mr. Turner. Uh, I'm, he I'm knew all kidding. about it, though. Mr. Turner. He's he like, oh, it's 530. He knows. He sets his watch to it. That's why. Mm hmm. Yeah, I thought I thought if the show was a little bit more sophisticated, I thought like the lady from the window should have either been the woman who does the sleep study or like his first secretary, and he has to fire her because she's like not dressed. Like, yeah, couldn't well, you have yeah. tied that together? I guess they 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 don't do the huge you know Seinfeld thing of making sure they tie every storyline together. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. no, they, uh, yeah, that's why we're here to help uh, them out. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so yeah, I thought that that was very odd. Well, uh, I mean, not fact, odder than the kids, the, uh, a kid selling stolen tires in the cafeteria. Well, <laughs> do you think it was odd that that they were filming the woman, or odd that he lives with his English teacher? No, oh, I, I thought that you know, uh, videotaping a woman uh, who was undressing, I thought was well, yeah, for yeah, a they, TGIF they, show that seemed a little out of place for me. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, Corey and Sean have, have learned that that's that's not cool. Some sometime in their adulthood. Hmm. Yeah. Um. The episode really centers around how that they uh, Corey has to do this project for the school television station, and he does a piece of investigative journalism about the janitor punches out or or leaves the school at two fifty five, uh, and then has this other kid Joey the Rat punch out his card at five. So he is paid for a couple of hours that he is not at work. Uh, and he goes to the track. And this piece of investigative journalism was aired on television, which gives Mr. Feeney no choice but to fire Janitor Bud. A bit of an ethical dilemma for Corey, uh, it turns out, of that if he had this dirt on Janitor Bud, should he have taken it to the airwaves? Yeah, well, 
first, it seems kind of crazy that I guess the time cards are just kind of like in the middle of the hallway for any of the students. Yes. Mm-hmm. That the seems whole very school. insane to me. <laughs> yeah. I feel like more students would just be messing with the time cards and just sure. putting people in and out at, at random. But uh, yeah, you know, it, it really is. Uh, it really is uh, his his media arts teacher's fault because he was really pounded in that you know you got to get the story. You got like this Jello Square story isn't going to be good enough if you want to be in this class. You have to do it. So I mean, Corey, just he wasn't thinking about what the consequences would be. He was just thinking he needs a good story. He needs a passing grade, and uh, this just kind of fell into his lap. Yeah. It was wild because they keep they watch the news report and every single person is sort of narrating uh, what they are doing as they are on the video report. Um, yes, right. It's it's sort of like yeah, it's the first person sort of like hey, we're live from the uh, right, you know, from the punch cards, and then they <laughs> they see the the janitor leaving. There's also nobody in the halls at this school. Like it's completely mm-hmm. empty other than the janitor. Uh, but he also does not notice the video camera on him, much like the lady in the window doesn't notice he's, that he's being filmed and that they're catching him breaking the law or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Matt, does Boy Meets World normally center on ethical dilemmas like this? Yeah, I mean, I'd say there's I mean, at least, you know, a few times every every few episodes, really, there's a they they, they try to bring in as as much, you know, drama with some ethical dilemmas as possible, I'd say. Mm-hmm. This isn't a very special episode, but are, do they do a lot of very special episodes? They definitely do a few. There's there's some that come to mind. Like you said, this this isn't exactly a, a you know a very special episode, but they've they've dealt with definitely more uh, important stuff. There's there's definitely some adult topics in later seasons that I know that Disney refused to air three of the episodes because they you know dealt with like underage drinking and oh. uh, you know stuff like that. Okay, so that we watched this show on Disney Plus, or at least I did. So there are episodes from the catalog that are not on Disney Plus. Um, I I'm not sure. I would guess that Disney Plus probably has all of them, but I I know when they used to air like on Disney, there were three specific episodes that uh, Disney did not show. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So there is definitely a lot of back and forth after Mr. Feeney announces that he will have to fire janitor bud over did Corey do the right thing that he had this piece of news should he have gone to the airwaves uh with it i mean this is like something right out of the west wing akiva of you know these journalists they have something does it matter if they're the subject that they're covering is their friend or do they have a duty to get the truth out there yeah i think nobody's harmed by the janitor leaving early I think the fact that he's two months away and he's got, you know, a foot and a half out the door. Well, his big thing uh, was that he was going to get a pension in two months. He was yes, going to get his two months, pension. Yes. He's two months away from a pension. Uh, yeah, I, I understand. Like, there's burnout after 40 years of doing this job. He's an old man if people aren't watching the show. He's a very old janitor. Janitor Bud. He's also still with us, much like That's Finney. good. Long janitor Bud. When everyone had died. Yeah. <laughs> Not a fun fact. Um, yeah, so I, I listen, I, I understand, like, he wants to, you know, he wants to get the scoop. But obviously, you got to shelve this story. There, you're not helping anybody. Who cares? Is the school so filthy? Like because he's leaving right. at three. You know, with, with Cor- I understand where Corey's coming from because he's under a lot of pressure to to get good grades in in class through his parents and Feeney and his other teachers. That I, I like. I said he's not really thinking about the consequences. I, I think it's absurd that his teacher is just kind of putting this on without looking at it first because mm-hmm. Corey was editing it until the last minute. I also, you know, I I I I, I agree that I don't think. It's probably right to air this because, uh, you know, 
let let janitor bud do do whatever he wants. Let him bet on the ponies and clock out a couple hours early. It's not harming anyone. But yeah. you know, Corey's got to do what he's got to do to get a good grade in this class. He doesn't get the best grade, so he's got to take advantage when he can. Matt, can you give us some like fun facts about Boy Meets World, like uh, some wild storylines or anything like that that would really like uh, blow our minds about Boy Meets World? Um, jeez, I'm very unprepared, but I, I don't think I can find anything that'll blow your mind. But some fun. I remember that uh, there was discussion when uh, this got kicked out of the fishbowl and then brought back in. Someone suggested that since it's being reintroduced, maybe we should do season seven, episode three. And I did get excited about the prospect of that because um, kind of like uh, Seinfeld, the last two seasons are ju- they everything just goes off the rails. Kind of they they just everything like it's not even like a believable show anymore, which is fine with me because I think those are the funniest seasons. But um, this is when it's very grounded in reality. Season three, episode seven. <laughs> yes, exactly. You get it. But yeah, they all they all go off to the same college and um, Eric just gets really dumb. And there's some weird plot lines that do with that. There's a there's an episode later in this season. Uh, season three, where uh, Corey kind of uh, gets knocked out and kind of travels back in time to the fifties and becomes uh, sort of like uh, a member of of Happy Days, where Sean is uh, the Seanzi, and uh, mm-hmm. th- there's some fun stuff with all that. Um, you know, just trying to think of other you know crazy plot lines that that uh, happened. Uh, nothing else really coming to mind right now. But What's maybe, your favorite maybe- episode? Oh my goodness! I can I- answer I- this, Rob. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Matt G was once asked, like, there were people who were listing their top five television favorite uh, favorite television episodes of all time, and at number one, he listed season five, episode seventeen of BMW. What is yeah, that, Matt? That's this is a really good one. So this, this is uh, it, people call it the Halloween episode, but it didn't actually air during Halloween. It's just kind of it's like a scream parody, and uh, pretty much they all get detention, and uh, there's a killer on the loose, and kind of. Mm-hmm. One by one, uh, he murders all the people in detention. So it's it's a very it's a very interesting. Episode. It's very funny. Um, it's it's my like like Akiva mentioned. It is my favorite television episode of all time. Okay, I'm looking at a list from Cleveland.com. They ranked 158 Boy Meets World episodes. Do you know what is wow. the, what is the worst Boy Meets World episode? Do you know? I don't know. I would imagine. I I feel like season one is just kind of a nothing season. So no, I it's a season. The, the, none of the season one episodes uh, make the bottom uh, ten. Uh, I'm wow. sorry, the bottom, Why the bottom is Cleveland.com doing a Boy Meets World episode rankings? Because it turned when it turned twenty five on September nineteenth. Is this show is this show set in Cleveland? Though I'm asking. Like, no, no. It's a Philadelphia show. Philadelphia. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, I guess Cleveland.com is just okay. a big Boy Meets World. According area. to this, it touched millions of hearts and it felt truer to real life than the other cheesier ABC shows like Full House or Family Matters, uh, like That's what right. we were saying earlier. So, okay, here we are. Uh, the the worst episode of Boy Meets World, uh, according to uh, this article, Troy Smith from Cleveland.com says, episode 158 overall is No Guts, No Corey. Uh, let's start with a Boy Meets World detour episode that goes nowhere. It, what's worse is it comes as a crossover episode where Salem the Cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch <laughs> oh. swallows a time ball that transports Corey back to the 1940s where he's a soldier fighting in Europe. That's uh, see that's the episode we should have covered. Yeah. <laughs> Which side is he on? Just ask. Mm. <laughs> he looks like that he is a part of the Allied forces in this okay, uh, okay. picture. That's good. That that's, could be a very controversial episode. Mm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> 
I don't even remember that. Oh my god! Uh, we got to break out those season five DVDs. Yeah, we're gonna. I, I, I will say about this. Yes, I'm. I, like, I'm gonna watch the episode that Matt says is the best episode of all time. Maybe I'll watch that. I'm gonna watch. Yes. The so best and worst. Cleveland.com ranks that as number three. Okay, they do not good. share that what opinion. Are the, well, three is pretty good. What are the two that are ahead of it, if you don't mind? Okay, asking. the two better episodes. Number two is season four, episode 60. They, they, so they go, but one and two is a part one and part two, although two okay. is part one and one is part two. A long walk to Pittsburgh. Mind. Does that ring a okay. bell for you, Matt? That, yeah, that, that's a classic. That's when I. Uh, Topanga has to move to Pittsburgh, but then she runs spoilers, by the way, for anyone who's planning on binging Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. But then she, uh, she runs away and reunites with Corey. Very emotional. Very good episode. Yeah. Okay. When do Topanga and Corey start dating on the show? Um, so there's definitely some... On the show, uh, they start dating this season. This in, in season three, this is a pretty new relationship. Uh, it's referenced that they were date... They, like, Dated, they were like boyfriend and girlfriend back when they were in elementary school. But in season one, he also pretends like he doesn't know her, so it's a, it's a little iffy. But in terms of the show, uh, they they become they become an item, as Mr. Williams says in season three. Yeah, mm-hmm. Akiva. The other night um, when I was doing the uh, patron cast, I think we started to talk a little bit about the season three, episode seven of uh, Boy Meets World, and we got to start to talking about the uh, popularity of Topanga as a baby name. Uh, do you have any interest in that? I yeah, know, of course. It. Our friend Jennifer from Babynames dot uh, is not here with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you know the year in which Topanga peaked as a baby name? I'm going to guess 1999. Very close. It was uh, ni- it was 1998. Yeah, that's like the height of the show towards the very end. I, yes. I think that makes sense. It never it became uh, that popular. In 1998, uh, there were 48 baby girls named Topanga. Well, there's very few. Yeah, uh, there were there were 44. I think it was around uh, 3,000 in the rankings. But Yeah, because I can say, Rob, I don't know a single Topanga. Well, there are 22, uh, or I'm sorry, there are 48 <laughs> 22-year-old uh, Topangas out there, give or take. Um, for, for a name like Topanga, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. So uh, there's, yeah, there's only a couple of hundred in the world, but they are out there. Well, Topanga is a place by, in California, right? But it's not like yes. a, it's not a, like place, a place. There's that, a Topanga if, Canyon. Yeah. But you wouldn't, if you lived out there, you probably wouldn't name your kid Topanga. Similar to like almost everyone named Brooklyn is not from New York. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, Matt, do you think that the na- baby named Corey spiked also? Um, maybe a little bit. I don't think there was probably too much of a spike, though. Mm, let's see. Uh, what's the most uh, popular name or popular year for the name uh, Corey? Uh, it does look like that Corey peaked actually uh, not necessarily with uh, with Boy Meets World. It looks like around uh, although we have Corey with an E and then Corey uh, without an E. Uh, but it looks like it peaked higher uh, in the late sixties. Yeah, I don't think I don't think a ton of people were, uh, you know, obsessing over Corey to the point where they needed to name a kid after him. Yeah, uh, of course, uh, Corey Feldman and Corey Haim really brought it to prominence <laughs> in the 1980s. Of course, that was Pete Corey territory Pete, for sure. Pete Corey territory. The Simpsons, yeah, used to have the Corys, sure. So save this for the uh, King of the Corys pod. King King of the Corys. Okay, uh, Matt, is there anything else about Boy Meets World that you feel like the listeners need to know, or myself or Akiva need to know? 
no, there's nothing necessary that you need to know. Like, like I said, uh, this this wasn't a, a perfect episode to really, uh, you know, encapsulate the show. Uh, I, I um, I'm sorry if I didn't do a, a good enough job really convincing you guys that you should be standing Boy Meets World. I do like it. I think I like it more than it's a fine. day ago. Yeah, it's yeah. good show. Yeah, I, I listen. It's uh. No, there's no, there's nothing really that I I need you guys to know about the show right now, but I, I am happy that you you gave it the chance it deserved, put it back mm-hmm. in the official, mm-hmm. and you know you, you gave it an honest shot. Mm-hmm. A couple yeah. more takes, Rob, just about this episode in sure. particular. So just the, so the it, it turns out that the janitor was leaving early because at first they make you think like oh he's he's actually going to do some charity work he's he's maybe working with orphans or something like that. Uh, it turns out that he was just going to the, the racetrack to play the pony. Yeah. Uh, so it's funny they like played with your emotions to make you feel so bad for him and to make Corey feel so bad and then ends up he's gambling. We find out that yeah he was paying the rat five dollars uh, a day to to let him leave early. Yeah. By the way, the rat is eventually going to narc on him, right? The rat is going to use this information at some point anyway. Yeah. Um, he's getting a good uh, deal though. Five bucks isn't that much money to. Yeah, just to, yeah, that's, I mean, in 1995, that's not a bad, that's, a, that's not a bad allowance. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the dead fish in the locker. Did anybody ever put something <laughs> crazy in somebody's locker when you were in high school, Rob? Uh, no, I don't think that that ever happened. Not that I could ever, uh, think of. Um, yeah, the, the dead fish, uh, yeah, that was a huge fish. Huge fish. Yeah, like, I don't know. They how had they, the, <laughs> yeah, like, how'd they get that in there? That's so gross. And really, no, no one cares. Uh, you know, the panga doesn't really bat an eye. Mr. Williams is just kind of, you know, oh, fish in the locker. It's uh, just another day at John Adams High, I guess. Yeah. Um, also, that Mr. Feeney, I think, ends up uh, figuring out a, a good way around this, that he does fire the groundskeeper or the, jan- the janitor Bud, uh, but then hires him to be his secretary akiva what would you think about that as a, a way out of this ethical dilemma for mr feeney i don't get it at all it's like why does he need you know we learned in the beginning of the episode he's, he's interviewing secretaries but like why at this point can't he keep him as the janitor i guess maybe he's keeping him closer to home yeah that's, maybe- that's what i was thinking like i don't like i understand that this became a news story i don't know how many people exactly saw this but i don't know why this means that Feeney has to fire him now. I, I feel like he could probably just give him like a warning or something or why once he fires him as a janitor, he's then allowed to hire well, him. I think, he, yeah, I think he has to fire him that once it's sort of like made public that he is like breaking the school board rules. Like, I just don't understand why like, uh, like, okay, well, we have to fire him from a custodian, but the maybe the secretaries is a is a non union position although I think that that would affect his pension so yeah don't you think like the board or whoever like the superintendent would have been like hey I heard about this thing where the janitor was was you know clocking out two hours early and got busted on camera and was paying off a child to uh, to you know to, to buzz to punch him out at five o'clock mm-hmm. uh, I assume you you terminated him right he's like well yeah sure uh, by the way <laughs> he's right here he's my secretary now I, he has I, access I to every file now. I guess I just don't understand how many people exactly did see this news story. Yeah, I don't know. In 95 public access, maybe it was a bigger deal. Uh, you know, the internet had not really gone, risen to prominence yet. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. you know, I usually I usually assume that Feeney uh, knows what he's doing. I, I guess he looked into it and just found, found, found an acceptable loophole. Yeah. 
Matt, do you feel like that Boy Meets World was held back in any way by uh, not ever going with one theme song? Uh, I'm, I'm looking at uh, mm. 42 facts about Boy Meets World, and it says here that the theme song of the show changed five times over the run yeah, of the show. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's a different theme song for each of the first four seasons before like they the settled wire. on one. Before they settled on one through for seasons five through seven. Yeah. Akiva, do you think that Boy Meets World would be regarded even higher today had it been able to nail the theme song? Yeah, I think if they hit a home run on the theme song, it's 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 one tier up because it I will do not think, be like, in the theme song bracket part two. I think all five. I think all five fans. You think all five should be in the theme song? <laughs> I think bracket. there should be a separate region just for Boy Meets World. Theme I should song. have a play in. Yeah, yes, exactly. All right, five way play in. We could do that. I, I, it's interesting because this show is not. It's be, this show is better than Full House, and it's better like than Say by the Bell, but I think it's slightly less beloved. Um, maybe I'm not sure. Maybe I'm wrong. I think it I mean, never it, had the um, like the broad Nielsen ratings. Right. Uh, that it was never a huge smash hit. that some of the other shows have. But I do think that it is regarded uh, higher by that there there are people that are of Matt's age who swear by this as being the greatest show of all time. Where there are yeah. not people that say Family Matters or Full House is the greatest show of all time. I. I wouldn't believe anyone if they told me their favorite show of all time was Full House. Mm-hmm. But Boy Meets World definitely holds up better, and I think I think a good theme song does go a long way. You know, people people love singing a catchy theme song. I don't know why they couldn't get that down. Really, okay. Akiva, anything else about Boy Meets World that you want to say? No, but that's it. But I am going to check out the uh, greatest episode of all time uh, and and let Matt know how it how it is. Yeah, um, I didn't like the storyline with the brother in this episode. I've- it was really yeah. nothing. It was so pointless. Yeah, yeah, it was it was overkill joke. Where basically the brother has no brain activities, taking a bunch of sleep studies, mm-hmm. and this yeah, uh, and this is really like Eric is not uh, dumb until uh, season three. I guess they really didn't know what to do with him for the first two seasons, and then they just decided let's just make him a complete idiot. And yeah. then fun fact, Eric and Topanga end up going to the same college as do the rest of them. So oh, that's, you know, okay. Topanga gets accepted to Yale, but ends up going to. The Does same the rat college. go to the college with them? Uh, no, he's. Uh, this is the last season that Joey the Rat's going to be in, besides the graduation episode in season five. Right, Aww. Akiva. Have you ever considered being part of a sleep study? Um, you say that you are a great flyer. You sleep yeah. the whole time. There, there is. Um, I, I'm a big snorer. I don't know if you know that. If you mm-hmm. remember that from the. Uh, from the sleepover podcast one one year ago today. No, oh, yeah, yes, um, I mean, yes. When when Chester uh, played the recording, yeah, an extremely not effed up thing to do. Yes, but what's um, more messed up to uh, record record your roommate snoring or to record uh, a woman dancing in a towel across the way? It's a good question. Um, I, I, I think you could get away with recording someone snoring. Yeah, that's no, okay. it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. It was funny. But anyway, um, well, I'm just saying listen, that the woman, the woman in the, the towel, chest, might be an exhibitionist. She might, she might right. see them with back. I with might the be camera. a snoring exhibitionist. Yeah. But anyway, at the um, at the beer tournament, uh, a friend of Chester's, who was a student, happens to be in the Orthodox world, is kind of small. When he's met me, he's like, "Oh, your dad was my rabbi in high school, mm-hmm. and he is now a whatever type of doctor does sleep studies." He handed me his card. He's like, "Oh, you should do." Uh, if you you know come here we'll we'll test you out see what see what's wrong with you come on in so so maybe uh, next time I go back to New York I'll do a sleep I mean, study yeah this sounds like the ideal way to make money if I could just make money sleeping every day I'd sign up for that immediately well, I don't think he's paying he's paying me I think it's more of like like see what's wrong with you I don't think I'm like a test subject <laughs> okay you're paying him to sleep 
I would assume that's how it works with doctors. Yeah, you should renegotiate that. I think you maybe you get a deal. It's like your dad. Your you know your dad was my high school teacher. Maybe I get a deal. Like would Feeney you know charge? Uh, would Feeney's kid get charged by Corey if they were if they were he was going to him as a doctor? I don't know. Mm, we'll probably say. not. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else? Boy meets world. I mean, we we covered all the important. We met stuff the world. In this episode. Good yeah, world. We, we met the world. Yeah. We got acquainted with the universe. Yeah. Um. And Girl Meets World was a failure. Why, Matt? It was too boring? It wasn't boring. I just, it, I maybe it's just, I mean, it was another show that was on Disney, but like Boy Meets World was, I guess, like an ABC show. Di- this was a show made yeah. for Disney. So it's probably a little dumber. I just remember watching it and I nothing in the show made sense to me. I was yeah. like, why are people behaving this way? And it's just, I, I enjoyed seeing Corey and Topanga again. Right. And I enjoyed all the cameos so, that they would do. Matt, would you say that the show was a failure because that you care about Corey and Topanga? If if the show was like following the lives of of you know as they enter their uh, middle ages, mm-hmm. like uh, really exploring what's going on with Corey and Topanga, and you really you could care less about what's going on with their kid. Yeah, I mean, I would 100% watch it if it was centered around them. But even if they made a show that, you know, was just better that centered around the kids, I'd still watch it just because, uh, you know, Corey and Topanga are a part of it. But definitely, right. if, if if it did center around them and they did an actual sequel series, like uh, I watched Fuller House, which kind of did something similar with the girls of, of Full House. And I, you know wasn't my favorite show but i did watch all five seasons of it so yeah but Akiva, it seems like that the, they really missed the mark with uh girl meets world because i feel like that the people that are watching mm-hmm. uh boy meets world are of an age that uh they did not have like that the kids that were watching boy meets world at the time girl meets world came out they did not have a kid that would be of the age to watch Girl Meets World, where yeah, maybe like point. like the the people that are the age that were really fans of Boy Meets World, it's like they they have like maybe toddlers that so they have li- little kids, not kids old mm-hmm. enough to watch Girl Meets World. Yeah, and it wasn't a constant from you know from when it was airing in the mid to late nineties till now. That's a good point. Whereas Fuller House, a Full House stayed sort of more relevant, uh, like Full House. At all times, there were kids watching Full House at every point from like 90, whatever, mm-hmm. until until Fuller House came on the air. So you think if they had waited like seven more years, then it would have worked better? Is that your is that? Yeah, your take? I think so. I think perhaps that makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe, you know, someday when like, uh, you know, Matt has a 10 year old. Uh, so like, hey, watch this Girl Meets World. We're gonna watch Boy Meets World first. Oh, and then if, okay. if they, if, then if they still want more, we could we could get into Girl Meets World. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Akiva, are you ready to head towards our mailbag? Yeah, I got a big mailbag for everyone this week. Big uh, first mailbag of 2021. Okay, Matt, are you going to stay for the mailbag, or do you have to go meet the world? <sighs> I was going to say no to do a power move, but you know, when when you're actually on the call and you're having such a good time, it's it's hard to it's hard to put an end to it. So I'll, I'll stay on All for right. you guys. All right, so we will meet the world and your mail with Matt coming up right after this. <laughs> Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. 
I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Mailbag. Uh, we are ready to go. And Akiva, you said you, you have a, a very uh, heavy and loaded bag right now, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The mailbag is full. Uh, it we're we're schlepping it down the street. Letters are flying out as I walk down the street with this mailbag. It is a swollen bag right now. So, yeah, absolutely. I would I would say that's a great way to describe it. Yes. Okay. All right. Because people have been like uh, writing like New Year. Let me get my ideas into Renap. Yeah, maybe maybe I just uh, like found some old good ones. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Well, you did some spring cleaning. Uh, no, I didn't do spring cleaning. I think I I, I think I just have. The mailbag is never really empty, you know, like some weeks I'll, I'll risk read five mm-hmm. out of 30 ideas that are in the mailbag and we'll get to them next week. But I think I saved up some good ones. I would okay. imagine a lot of people's resolution this year was to get on, get an idea onto the wheel. So that's probably mm-hmm. absolutely no question. It wasn't like hope to get the vaccine. It was like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I want, I want an idea on the wheel. Rob, you know, I'm going to get the vaccine soon. Oh, you are? Is, is, well, that, right? is that just because of uh, where you live that you are? Yeah, everyone got it here. They, they, it's a small country, so they, every, everyone's getting it. Yeah, I think I did the math on when I'm eligible uh, to get it. And uh, I think sometime in 2025, I think my turn is going to be out. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. yeah I, what's sad is I'm probably going to get it before my 91-year-old mm-hmm. grandfather. Yeah. Maybe I can get uh, TikTok Nicole to campaign for me to the uh, powers that be. But he is a boomer. <laughs> uh, is that how it works? If you campaign on TikTok, they give you the vaccine? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's a lot of pro-vaccine uh, TikTok. Also, like what happens here is because they're giving it out so much, they, it'll be like, Late at night, because once they take the vaccine out, they have to use it. They can't like put it back in the Sub Zero fridge. No, um, the Pfizer vaccine. Yeah, we're we're completely blowing it here. Yeah. So what <laughs> what basically what happens is like they'll be like, all right, we have like thirty more, and then it'll just be the nurse will just like mm-hmm. put a text thread like, who wants the vaccine? Come right now and get it. Yeah, it's very informal. Yes, here. it's like all right, I am, like yeah. it was literally a story of like a, a, a pizza delivery guy came to the came to a, a nurse's like a doctor's office. And and they're like, get in here, get in here. We yeah. need, we have like twelve that are going bad, and they just give it to the, to the living. Right. I, I'm talking out of my butt a little bit here, but I think that we are doing such a bad job on delivering the vaccine in or or giving getting it into people's arms right now. It really should just be just just show up, and we'll vaccinate you because no, I think that's probably more efficient at this point. It's like if you're seventy, go to the front of the line. If not. If not, just show up. I think would be would be faster. Yeah, but okay. Well, let's not uh, do this too much. This has been vaccine talk. That's what people tune in for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People want our medical opinions. Sure. Um, Maybe we'll, you know, we're look, doing we can fix things. Yeah, yeah. If somebody has an idea how to fix the the vaccine situation, write in for the wheel. Hopefully, it'll mm-hmm. come up soon. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll wheel jam it. Um, Robin and Kiva are popping off right now, and that's Jessica Frey's idea. It's called Robin and Kiva pop off. Okay, she go says, on. I have a great idea for the wheel. It's twofold. Number one, you're going to watch an episode of TLC's Dr. Pimple Popper. No uh, way. Uh, no. Okay. I'm out. <laughs> veto. Veto. I'm out. Well, we so, don't have to veto. Uh, okay. Uh, let, uh, let, let me hear the idea. Let me hear the idea first. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then you guys could maybe talk to a skincare expert and re- learn how to remove acne for the younger listeners, learn about skincare and how to do a face mask, get a mm-hmm. skincare re- routine that fits your lifestyle. If anything, I'm weirdly obsessed with Dr. Pimple, Pimple Popper. It'd be fun to have you guys watch and get reactions to all that. Okay. Pops. So I have been podcasting 90 Day Fiance uh, with mm-hmm. uh, the uh, great Puya Zambichili. And mm-hmm. I, it's very enjoyable. Love 90 Day Fiance. And I see commercials for all these other TLC shows. And then we They're actually great. did yeah. a TLC shows are trash. I think we mm-hmm. might have picked the most benign and normal show on TLC what, days, to talk about. We, we did. We just did 98 Fiance, right? That was right. The only show it's we, only, about. we called it, you know, um, just for the branding that TLC shows are trash. But we only talked about uh, 90 Day Fiance. The rest of the shows on TLC, like, I think we could probably, like, play a fun game uh, if I had it prepped of real TLC show or not. Yeah, there was Smothered, which is, like, about the... There's like moms that are too obsessed with their daughters, and oh, like, so yeah. there's a like, lot of like, yeah, there's he's like a third wheel in the relationship. He's a the, mama's the boy, yeah. yeah. That uh, that that's that's a show. There's another show that's about like uh, the I feel is it called the one thousand pound twins? Yeah, one thousand like pound that. sisters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is uh is my six hundred pound life a TLC show? I don't think so. No, I think that's the. I think that's like discovery. That's, that's a, a competing show. Like, there's other shows about like these families. Like I don't really even know what's going on. Like the there's the Derricos and then Welcome to Plathville and I that I, I don't even know what the, what's going on on TLC. It makes me laugh because TLC was called the Learning Channel, right? It was literally <laughs> like about learning, and now it's just I don't like, know what we're learning. The most up people in America. Yeah, this Plathville show. I don't even know what it's. It looks like it's like the. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it it looks like uh, the all these people are like very blonde. I I don't even know what the premise of the show is. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like Boy Meets World. Everyone's yeah. blonde. But I do not want to see the pimple popper. No, that's I'm sorry. I, let me let me be uh, Doctor Pimple Popper. That's right, MD to you. That's Doctor um, Pimple I Popper. Told you, my wife likes to pick the like the blackheads off of me. Right? We've we've we like makeup. Didn't we, have we uh, talked about that? Or did I, bl- yeah, did I block? Yeah, you that made out? a joke about like, oh, you have makeup. Like, if she's mad at me, like makeup uh, blackhead popping. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> a good line. That sounds right. It hurts yeah. so much. Yeah. It really is incredibly painful. Okay. Matt, would you watch uh, Doctor Pimple Popper or Girl Meets World? Uh, first, definitely Girl Meets World, and I'm I'm already regretting agreeing to the mailbag. Mailbag. <laughs> this is what we're this is what we're going to be talking about. Why you don't you don't like Doctor Pimple Popper? Doctor no, Sandra sounds like gross, Lee sounds like the grossest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, the commercials are are really disgusting. Yeah, no, honestly, I'm pretty squeamish. I was like the type of person who would look away during ER when they do operations, so mm-hmm. I'm not really in on it either. But I like the pitch. Yep, yep. Mm, that. We don't need it. We don't need Dr. Pimple Popper. Okay. Uh, this is going back to a Sorry, show that Jessica sort Frey. of used to be on the wheel. Yeah. Um, but we're going we're gonna, to... Christopher is attacking it in a different direction. It's called Where in the World are Robin Akiva? Okay. He says, all right, gumshoes, it's time to fly back to our childhood and the Apple II or Commodore 64 and play Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. Robin Akiva will travel the world relying on clues to track down the crooks from the vile organization and maybe, just maybe, track down Carmen Sandiego. Additionally, they could have a discussion about the history of the franchise, including the games, game shows, and all the television spinoffs up to and including the current show on Netflix. The questions he asks are, how well do Robin Akiva know the world? How well do they know their flags? How mm-hmm. well will they remember this gem of a game? Find out when Robin Akiva tracked down the notorious thief, Carmen Sandiego. Okay, well, Akiva, now, didn't we have a version of this with Eric Stein and then he played the game and he said it was bad? Yes, yeah, he played the game and said it was bad. It was on the wheel for many months uh, and then he took it off the wheel himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think 
what but what do you this is a little different that was like a video game what if someone puts together a game that's where in the world's carmen san diego for with us? geography you don't like geography yeah Who I, does? yes more of a 32 fans I like geography yeah. yeah so someone should put this together for 32 fans I yeah don't know. Matt, what do you think Valley. would you listen to um, this episode or you or you skip this one it's probably going to be a skip. Also, not a geography guy. I don't really know anything about this this Carmen San Diego game. Mm-hmm. But uh, you've so, never heard the show Where in the World's Carmen San Diego? I've definitely heard of it. I've definitely heard the term gumshoe. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, not not a geography guy. Very boring subject. It's a big skip whenever they're answering geography questions on a, on Jeopardy. Uh, you skip but, around on Jeopardy? <laughs> no, I don't. But I, I do look down on my phone. I, I look down on mm-hmm. my phone if they're doing a geography. Yeah. Like I'm gonna, uh, I'm, I'm gonna Jeopardy, skip. Yeah, Jeopardy. Jeopardy's yes. tough because you can't really like check a text message or anything because then you miss like two clues and then you don't get to impress everyone without smart. What, you are. Matt? Are so, you such a big Jeopardy uh, yeah, guy? Who are you? Yeah. Who, yeah. Look at this guy getting all these texts during Jeopardy. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting texts all the time. I'm a very, I'm Whoa. a very active person on, on wow. my phone. But yeah, I, I'm a, I'm watching Jeopardy every day with my mom and you know trying mm-hmm. to. And, and so you're try- trying to prove to your mom that you're smart, and if you miss a couple questions because you're checking, you should put away your phone while you're watching TV with well, your mom. That I no, no, that's I'm not watching TV with my mom. I'm watching Jeopardy. She's in the room. She's also watching Jeopardy. And mm-hmm. you know, if there's a clue comes up that one of us knows, we'll of course shout it out. My my grandparents used to play a crazy way when we watched. I because that's how I started watching it with my grandparents. But they wouldn't let you call out the answer when you watched, which is mm-hmm. the only reason to watch Jeopardy. That's the most fun part. Instead, you'd have to keep track of how many you got so as to not spoil mm-hmm. it for the other contestants and then mm-hmm. reveal how many you got at the end of the episode. And whoever yeah, got that's, the most one. that's insane. That's insane. Yeah, you, yeah that, that no, is insane. No and I told, <laughs> and I told my grandpa that every day. And they're like, no, I don't know, because then you could have it and then you could ruin it by someone else. And then, Do you, are you keeping your score at least like yeah. plus 400 minus 800, that stuff or not? I, even? I think they're just keeping track of the number of questions they get right. No, and that's then, absurd. Also, I have a lot of holes in this. Mm-hmm. I, I know and to, to be fair i the biggest thing is you could cheat but i my grandpa never did cheat because after every episode he'd be like i think i only got one that whole episode but he was Wait, not no, he only got one but he was so he, i guess he was so into it I yeah well akiva yeah. if you have answers for days like you don't care but if you only had that one answer and then maddie true, fresh true. blurts right. it out yeah that's true he's like that's the one i knew matt what, <laughs> like, what are you doing uh, that was i was gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> why do you have to yell it out <laughs> but uh so yeah i i'd be interested in a in a in a jeopardy themed renap which i think you guys have already done yeah we did do not, that early on yeah mm-hmm. very early let's, let's bring it back for the sequel mechanism but uh hmm. carmen san diego not for me if you guys got a really good guess i'd probably still listen but my only jeopardy pitch is what if we each got a ringer rob what if we each found like one of the best jeopardy people we could find because there's a lot of people who've been on jeopardy who listen to the show sure. we could easily find someone who's been on it we could, you know, we could find people who, who've, you know, even been big winners if, you know, you wanted to do that. Um, and we, so we each had found a ringer and like, I don't know how that would work, but like me and a ringer versus you and a ringer. Um, I think that'd be very boring. I think it'd be like, think it's so? like, too, like, it's like, we're sort of like, like putting our champion on for. No, but I think it's like you switch off answering questions or like one of us, the single and one of us, the double or something. Eh. You know, like it. Yeah, well, what do we care how good our Jeopardy ringers are? But it's like, like really, it's me versus it's me versus you because ostensibly they'll be like similarly good. But like, we'll but then have why, to carry then why the not just half. have me versus you again? Mm. I guess we could do that. But I, I like the idea of having like of having ringers also. Mm. Um, speaking of the ringer, 
Uh, this is called Podcast Power Hour from Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, Robin Akiva Podcast Power Hour, Hour, the name needs workshopping. In the style of a Power Hour or Sour Ones, the show we have not yet done, Robin Akiva will cycle through pretending to be as many non-RHP-related podcasts as they can. The listener will have their week's worth of podcast listening condensed into one Renap episode. There will be no reason to listen to any other podcast. These podcasts could include Joe Rogan, Bill Rimmon speaking, Bill Simmons speaking, Bill Rimmon, whoa, <laughs> WTF with Mark Marin, Caller Daddy, Serial, etc. Every five or ten minutes, the bell dings, and Robin Akiva must imitate another show. So we're doing other shows, or we're <laughs> recapping the week on that show. Well, he says doing. I guess in theory we could recap. Whichever one you, you yeah, prefer, I think that like. there's something to it. I, I was more interested in sort of like to, like we're listening to we, we we listen to like 30 podcasts in a week from all over yeah. the map, and I then like that. Are, I'm, in, I'm in on that and, right and, now, and then are talking and then are talking about them, and maybe there are things that we do not normally listen to. I think that might be fun. Uh, but then when we're like, okay, now we're doing call her daddy. I I don't no, know what don't that what so. that looks like. Yeah. That yeah. sounds yeah. That I don't sounds think, like it could get pretty confusing. Yeah, I, I don't know. Do you know Caller Daddy? I don't think. Yes, that would I be, do. I don't think that that would be interesting if we did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm open yeah, no, to so the idea could, of yeah. you know how the, many podcasts is the sweet spot for that episode? Could we listen to 20 podcasts in a week? Well, well of course I, we could. I, that's a lot of work for you. I'm happy to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, do you think we could really recap twenty, or is that, or are we overshooting it? Maybe should it be like twelve what? or fifteen? Yeah, I think if you're doing, if you're doing like a power hour, because we have to do, yeah, we have to do like, are you want to do five minute recaps for each? Right, I'd say five, twelve, and five do twelve episodes. Um, uh, so that would work for you, Rob. You're going to regret. Like, I, it is a good idea, but now you're going to regret committing to listening to thirty podcasts in a week. I think. Well, you don't think I could do it? I know you could do it, but you're gonna. It'll be like. Uh, it'll be. It'll be like you know. Shoot, are we really watching Ed after Dunstan checks in? Like that's a lot. Mm-hmm. But this I think is it would be easier for me than, than watching a movie. It is true. It, you are a big audiobook and audio file. You know, whatever you listen. But you tell me the number. You tell me the number. I'm up for anything. I think it's a good idea. Okay, so what, let's just uh, do the math. So what if we did spend five minutes on a podcast? We did twelve. We listened to twelve podcasts. Like uh, do like mm-hmm. the, like what? But like, is five minutes enough to really mine the whatever we need out of the podcast. Uh. I don't know. I think I, I think so. Like I feel like what would we do? A short mailbag? Like uh, you know? Yeah, I guess we could do a short mailbag. And also, in theory, we could do like eight minutes on one and two minutes on the other. And if we wanted, are people writing in with uh, like, oh, listen, yeah, this so is you know? I think we're putting this on the wheel. But during the one week waiting period, um, we will get suggestions for maybe shows we don't know about. Because I think we should do a Bill Simmons. What What do you? Is there anything you really want to do? Is there um, anything you think has to be on there? Well, are we more interested in hearing new podcasts that we've never listened to? I think or? a mix. Okay. I think I think most of it should be podcasts people are familiar with, so we could like, yeah, you know what I mean. But I, I think we should have. We're we're, I def, we're definitely open. Like maybe even a listeners' podcast. We're open to including one or two yeah. that are not, um, you know, big names. By the way, that's one of my favorite topics on Thirty Two Fans is when you just recap a Bill Simmons podcast. <laughs> Do you like that? I, I really do I really like, like that. that. I think. It's one of my favorite it's things. It's funny. The Bill Simmons talk goes, uh, you know, that, that could get heated in the chat and stuff. People like the, I mean, Bill Simmons at this point. Wait, where does like, it get heated? Re- on the, in the Facebook group? Not heated. In the, no, in the 32 fans uh, WhatsApp? The WhatsApp chat, the patron chat. Yeah. The, the, Some it, people don't like it. No, people like the Simmons chat, but I feel like Simmons is very divisive at this point because he hasn't written a word in seven years. He has like $200 million in the bank. Uh, you know he's well, he, that's, like his, but people are mad his, that he's where's where's the his no, articles. No, people are mad like he has too that much money. 
No, I think he's. Uh, I, I think he's like lo- his opinions aren't good anymore. You know yeah, what well, I mean? That's I think why he's it's fun like, to hear. That's why it's fun to yeah, hear a recap. Yeah. yeah, I think is yeah. But I, I would want to do Simmons. I would want. Should we do Call Her Daddy? Would that be funny? You know, I know what the show is about. I honestly, I don't, I don't listen to the show, so I don't know. Matt, are you a Call Her Daddy guy? No, not not okay. at all. Mm-hmm. But I, I think okay. this is a good idea for for me because I was just telling you about how I had to cut out a bunch of podcasts ever yeah. since I stopped working. So if you guys could just kind of like recap all yeah. the ones I used to listen to, but I've not had time for, and just kind of like talk about all of them for the past yeah. week. Then yeah, I so really I'll put out a form this time. week and, or, or even a tweet and I'll say like, tell us what podcast then why. <laughs> what is it? is and this then, like uh, pod center? What is it? What, like, what's the, yeah. What's a good name? Cause do you think power out podcast power hour is the best name for this? I like alliteration. So that, that works for me. Yeah, I think it's okay. We're not gonna we're not gonna get roasted like those pod on pod people did, right? The zero earbuds. <laughs> um, it's it's possible. It's possible. I think they did a whole they do a whole episode that was about Robin's podcast. Yeah, I don't think the I don't think like Joe Rogan cares what we say about his podcast for five minutes. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, look, I, I think this is uh this is fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into that. All right, yeah. so add that to the wheel, uh, and then next week it'll be eligible. We'll pick the podcast. I'm gonna in give the this intro. show zero earbuds. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, throwback, real throwback. Yeah, wonder what they're up to uh, these days. The pot on pot. I think they, I think they had to change their name because the RGP fans. <laughs> that's really the only time that like Rob's people have brigaded somebody that I remember <laughs> mm-hmm. in, my, in my eight years of listening to your podcast. We're waiting for another like, moment. Yeah, oh, well, I, well, <laughs> the people, community really came together in that moment. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. It was ruining those two people's young podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, um, okay, Akiva, yeah. hold on. Quick yes. question, sorry. you mentioned. <laughs> that you are a host of three and a half podcasts. I was just curious what the half podcast is. Well, we argue whether, because we have um, this one, we have a new girl, old guy, and we have 32 fans, but then I do um, 32 fans, Patreon episode, which is a different feed. Oh, okay. And I, I argue that's a different podcast. I think Rob thinks that's stupid. And that's where the joke came to be that it's three and a half. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. I was just curious. I must've missed that somewhere along the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sure there'll be yeah. a fourth in 2021. It's patron but... bonus content. It's a, a new podcast. It's a different feed. Yeah. It's a different feed, but it's the same. It's the same name. It's the same branding. It's the same. Right, we'll change the name. Mm-hmm. We'll change the name. So it could be four. <laughs> um, this is a pizza story from Josh the Pizza Guy. If you remember, Josh yes. wrote in. I have, his, I have his I letter wrote, right here. I believe he literally wrote in a letter. Yeah. Uh, and told us that you know talked about should we do sto- crazy stories from the the gig economy. And we said, tell us one of your crazy pizza stories. And he said, all right, I will. Yeah. He said, he in said, addition to these ideas, I have a lot of weird pizza delivering stories. Mm-hmm. So Josh, the pizza guy, here's the story. He said it was pre-COVID. I was delivering a huge order to somewhere I've never been before. Okay. It was about five pizzas. I get to the door, and when they open up, there's about eight people in there dressed in fursuits, all staring at me. Hmm. There were two people at the door, either wolves or dogs, I couldn't tell. I was pretty much speechless, and they were saying things like, is this what you humans call money? And they were growling and barking at me. I think everyone in the back was just staring because they wanted a funny reaction from me. I, re- I left the house and tripped over their stairs and got up quickly and ran to my car. He doesn't say if they tipped well or not. Yeah. Okay. So do you think that they were thinking like, okay, we are going to prank the pizza guy. Like mm-hmm. they, they order like nine different delivery things just to do this same prank to other people. Or did he walk into some sort of like furry convention? Furry convention. Yeah, it's a good question. Or both. It could be both. It could be like, they're furries, but they also enjoy freaking people out with their furriness, right? It could be both. 
Yeah, I guess yeah, it I could it's, be both. It's probably some kind of combination. <sighs> yeah. Okay. That's uh, that's uh, unusual. Yeah, that is unusual, but I'm not sure if that carries a, a whole a whole podcast. So yeah, mm. like, like there's definitely a lot of uh, funny stories from probably pizza delivery people uh, in particular. But um, as we just demonstrated here, like you hear the story and then kind of like what happens next? Are you just reading people's stories or? Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, but I think that's what that's what his pitch was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do we have any other stories from pizza delivering? No, that was his only. That was the only one he he sent in. Uh, we have. I another feel like called, if I was in a yeah. furry costume, I don't know if pizza would be the takeout of choice. I feel like I'd want something that would be like more of like a knife and a fork. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, like, well, what are the paws like on the uh, furry ah, costume? So you're saying your hand access isn't great. Interesting. Yeah, and it could get on your. Well, right. also, like, are you worried about ruining your costume? Yeah, right. you probably you try you're to probably get tomato sauce, sauce out of yeah. fur. Yeah. A good question. Um, and do they eat in the costumes? I guess they're eating in the costumes. I don't know. We don't know. Um, yeah. All right. Let us know uh, if there are any furries out there. Let it write in and let us know. Someone will write in and, and tell us. Um, Robin Akiva Nieder's writer's room is the next idea. Yeah. They say it could be similar in structure to the pot off where Robin Akiva each separately select a writer's room of five or so listeners to write for them on the next Renap episode. It could either be short segments of Robin Akiva's Writer's room convening, as in two different podcast sections. So I also don't know what's going on mm-hmm. right now. Uh, Robin and Kiva present for each other uh, their own writer's room. The writers knowing the topic of the episode of what the episode is going to be could be announced alongside this coming up on the wheel. And then a few days later, Robin and Kiva record a short podcast afterwards, either banter or season three, episode seven, using the material their writer's room wrote for them. If you want to get more ambitious, the writer's room could randomly be deployed for any of the next twenty episodes after it's landed okay. on. Without the other host knowing, and we'll find out if the other host can see it, or the writer's room could be a permanent staple of the show, can be called upon whenever Robin Akiva need to phone it in for an episode. Okay, so first of all, I, I don't like the part where we're making separate podcasts. I feel like, okay, uh, yeah. even though we got gold out of the queen of the class and mm-hmm. uh, Mara talking with you on the Flintstones, yeah. that I feel like the show is Rob and Akiva need a podcast. Yeah, uh, no, people said that some people, I think overall that episode people liked, but some people said like it was their least favorite just because we're not together at all. Yeah. So then the idea of the writer's room is interesting that could they be like writing bits for us to do? Mm-hmm. And is it on a particular type of episode? Is it just like, all right, we're going to use the writer's room for this episode and it could be in a season three, episode seven. It could be a game show. They could write our quips. It could be, um, you know, an art trash. Mm-hmm. Like what type of episode work would work best with a writer's room? And I feel like the audience will hate this also. I feel like that that will be the fun of that the writers will do will will work very hard on something and the audience will hate it and then we'll talk about you know how bad of a job that the writers ended up doing <laughs> on this assignment and that's where it'll be the fun. feelings yeah. right I mean th- th- that's where I see this going and ultimately I feel like that there is like a, a good time is had by the listener but Matt what do you think about this I I'm I'm so lost I so. These people, you're hiring a team of writers and they're writing like... Well, nobody said anything about paying, but keep going, yeah. <laughs> and they're like writing a, a script for you or just like certain jokes that you're yeah. telling? Yeah, you know and what? Like, Save the writers for... What happened to the Robin and Keeping Need a Podcast table read? Where do we go with that? We haven't, you know, landed on an episode yet. Do you want to do Save by the Bell? What do you want to do there? No, 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 no. That I want to do a table read of... That we talked about this... I think this was with Chappelle, where... We talked about that somebody was going to write 
the script for an episode of Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. Uh, remember The Rock Watches The Rock? Ah, the Watch Rush is the Rock. Okay, yeah, we we need. I do remember a couple people reaching out. Hit me up again right when you hear this. If and there we'll are writers that should... want to write for Rob as a podcast, get the writers' mm-hmm. room together and write the fictional Robin and Keeping a Podcast episode. That's like a really good episode with a great guest. And so this yeah. is this is the Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson watching the Rock. It doesn't have to be that. Us. It doesn't have to. Be okay, that. that was just our sample idea. Okay. Yes, uh, Matt, can you give us like what would be your ideal uh, where uh, Robin Akiva talked to Corey Matthews and Topanga? Oh, that's a that's a great idea. Put it on the wheel right now. Mm-hmm. Newlywed game with Robin, Nicole, Akiva, and Mara, and uh, Corey and Topanga. Yeah, and someone's just writing the script for this, and we're we're doing a table read of it. Mm-hmm. I I think that's a great idea. Okay. All right, fine. So yeah, we could put together a writer's room instead of putting this all in one person's hands. So reach out to me and you could be added to the writer's room for The Rock Meets The Rock. Um, the <laughs> yeah. Rock Watches The Rock, whatever that's it called. Does, which isn't, it doesn't need to be that. It doesn't need to be that. That's, yeah. just, our, that's just our sample pitch. All mm-hmm. right, but yeah, we could get that going. Um, all right, that's fun. What else do we have? Uh, this is called... Uh, this is from Daniel. He says, Robin Akiva planned my 30th birthday. I learned during the latest episode of her nap that Liana Barth, like myself, was born in 1991. That means we're both turning 30 in 2021. My pitch is simple. Robin Akiva planned my 30th birthday. That's it. If I'm not good enough for you, it could be Robin Akiva planned Liana's 30th birthday or both of ours. It's a great idea. Does Liana need to sign off on this? I mean, if we're planning her birthday, mm-hmm. then uh, maybe. We have a lot of options because I think we, we learned that uh, a lot of our, fr- like Allie and Haley and all those people, they're all turning 30 yeah. this year. What month is, uh, what, what is this person's name? Daniel. Daniel. What month is Daniel's birthday? He did not say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because if it's like uh, January, February, like uh, I think you might be playing Among Us. Uh, if it's, mm-hmm. you know, um, September, October, we have some more options, some more colors to paint with. Do you have any ideas for somebody's birthday? Hmm. Sure, we can come up with something. I'm going to try. Listen, I'm good at Googling. I'm going to try. I have this guy's last name because he emailed us. I won't say it. Yeah. I'm going to ask. I'm going to see if I could figure out when his birthday is while we keep going on the podcast. Okay. The thing is, like, what happens if you put this on the wheel and it's on the wheel for a year or two and everyone has already turned 30 by the time it comes up? No, I don't think this is on the wheel, right? Are the planning this guy's birthday is going to be on the wheel? No, I don't think I don't think it's necessarily on the like, wheel. I, I think we could just do things that are either either put it in the variety pack, uh, yeah. or that we could just do things in the mailbag. Yeah, I agree. I agree. more stuff in the mailbag, and the next couple of pitches are going to be about that. Okay. Um, this is from Derek. We know Derek well. Yes, Derek works for you, and he said, uh, "I just listened to the latest episode. Great job as always." Though I'm a black, black licorice fan myself. Yeah. For the By the way, I got a call pack. the other day, Akiva, during yeah. oh. the uh, six-hour uh, aforementioned patron cast from one mm-hmm. of our listeners, Bangle Scott, who was uh, very uh, offended by you and your continued use of the term red licorice. Uh, that He says red licorice is not a thing. All licorice is black licorice, and that the uh, red licorice is either cherry or strawberry-flavored uh, black licorice. That's insane. <laughs> Bagel Scott, what are you talking about? That, 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 show me that, that, proof. Yes, that, that, that's like, uh, that it's no such thing. It's like, uh, it's a Twizzler or it's a Red Vine. It's not licorice. 
All right, uh, Bagel Scott, I, I, you blew my mind. I did not know that, mm-hmm. but um, I, you, you get what I was trying to say. You don't though. like red licorice. You like Twizzlers. I like Twizzlers or red vines. Yeah, or the, you know what my favorite is, honestly. What uh, the Darrell Lee Australian licorice? You ever had those? I've heard you talk about it. Yeah, they're a little fancier. They come in smaller bags, but that's my favorite. You get them in America. They're mm-hmm. they're like a lot of New York supermarkets. They have them. Love those. They're like smaller and thicker. Wow. Um, so Derek says that he pitched the variety pack two years ago. He even attached an email. Okay. Uh, but he says he's not mad, but he wants to add a pitch to it. Okay. He says, my idea is that you have more than four to six ideas. And during the variety pack show, you put all the mini ideas on a mini wheel and you spin the wheel to see what mini segment you're doing next. Okay. The but- wheel spin, he says, is arguably one of the most exciting moments of the show. Other than yours and Rob's brilliant and hilarious banter, this guy's just kissing up mm-hmm. now. Uh, the other 9% of the podcast, because of the anticipation of what would come. So it would be every 10 minutes or so, you'd have another wheel spin to see which Variety Pack mini podcast segment comes up next. Boom, money, you're welcome. All right. The only issue there would be if there's any prep involved or guests involved with uh, mm-hmm. that and sort of like to be able to like know what we were doing ahead of time. We can sort of like uh, plan the show a little bit better. That's true. I mean, I, I guess we shouldn't pick anything up that's like, it will be really devastating to the person if it doesn't come up in that episode. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I, I think we could like light prep or no prep or no guest or, you know, uh, I think. Yeah, we could, I feel like uh, we're a little more out. boxed in, but let's see what the variety pack ideas are. Um, okay. Yeah, we've got a couple of them. Well, we already, we already have one or two yes. of them in. Matt, do you have um, any mini ideas for us? Mm-hmm. Well, I was just going to say that I, the, I don't like this idea because. Um, like you guys said, the, or like the, uh, the listener said, the wheel spin is the best part of the episode. And it's in part because it's only done once per episode. We water it down. Yeah. If you're oversaturating the episode with wheel spin after wheel spin, you know, this is something that we are having problems with, you know, survivor now and drag race now, you know, they they found too many, too many lip syncs for your life. You're saying you get it. You saw the episode. Yeah. They, there, yeah, too many, you know, you have episodes that are entirely lip syncs, you have seasons of Survivor that are just like entirely hidden immunity idols, and now, if we take this great podcast and just make it all wheel spins, now people are going to start getting sick of the wheel spins. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What, what do you think about that, Akiva? Yeah, it's an interesting take. Do you disagree? No, I, I don't disagree. I think a one-time thing, yeah. I don't hate it. Well, uh, but I, I hear what he's saying in general. I think for one time that it's it's lower stakes. Yeah. I don't think and it's a big maybe deal. it could be a different uh, randomized mechanism. Yeah. yeah, like we could yeah, put we the could, ideas could, in Shrek's head or something. Absolutely. Yeah, we could have Shrek. Uh, whatever Shrek saying comes up, like each Shrek saying in your Shrek cookie jar, uh, you know, represents mm-hmm. a different idea or something like that. Okay. All right, I'm back in. Back in. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I also like that he said he signed off with "Boom, money, you're welcome." I hope he does that with professional emails. <laughs> yeah, I've also. never heard him say that before, <laughs> but uh, maybe uh, that's his new catchphrase. That is his catchphrase now. Uh, you, you have time for more? Yeah, go for it. Okay, Trevor says there's a new BBC game show that's perfect for a nap. It's called The Wheel. Now Matt's already out. We, we're we're <laughs> wheeled out. This game features a rotating wheel of celebs who are experts in a particular category, which could be sports, pop culture, music. There's also a wheel of contestants that spins, and whichever contestant it lands on, that person is hoisted up to answer a trivia question in a particular category. However, the wheel of celebrity spins too, so the celebrity expert of that category may not get selected. That contestant and celebrity work together to try and answer the question correctly. Besides the name being I'm getting lost already. Yeah. Okay. So basically, 
in, let's say instead of celebrities, we had hosts. So it was like Matt Gagan and, and Matt Lagori and Matt Stewart. Okay. We had like people from our, it was all Matt's, let's say. I like it. And your team was all Rob's. Um, and basically, I would, you would be asked the question, and Matt, let's say Matt Gagan would be a Boy Meets World expert, and, and Matt Lagori would be a Sp- SpongeBob expert. But it's possible that Matt Gagan could get called up for something he's not an expert in, let's say SpongeBob, right? Yeah. So now you and the person who's not an expert in have to join together and answer the question. I think this is very complicated for a podcast. I don't think it's complicated. I think he uh, maybe, Too maybe many didn't guests. explain it personally. Yeah. That, uh, well, I, I think it's like a team. What if, what if it's like, put it this way. What if it's like you have a team of three. It's a little bit like Family Feud. You have a team of three and I have a team of three. And they each have an area of expertise. Um, but it's it's a little bit more. Of a, it's a regular trivia show just with a twist. Yeah, it's definitely confusing, but I do like trivia and if you get a fun group of guests then it'll definitely be fun like it's hard to mess up like just a trivia game with a with a group of fun people like i think it'll be a a pretty good episode i don't know i i think there's just too much going on here okay all right i i can look at the uh he sent a link to the episode which i did Mm -hmm. not watch but i could look at the episode and see if there's anything there to squeeze out of yeah maybe we could we could take part of it without without because i like the idea of us playing a game called the wheel we do have to make a game show at some point this month, possibly. Potentially. Uh, potentially, unless it ends, in, ends up in quicksand. Yeah. Quicksand um, is sinking so, fast. That is true. We're, we're running out of time. All right. Uh, one more. I have a, an idea that we talked about last week that we liked, and we, we needed it honed. And I think double name Jane Clare, as she calls herself, uh, has an idea for how to work the Among Us mailbag. Oh, okay. She says, instead of having each of the people on the mailbag have five different ideas, they have one different idea. And each round, we're going to get a little bit more information about the idea before we call one the imposter and eliminate it. Okay. So we're just hearing the name. So round one, you would learn the title of the idea from each crewmate. You'd have to make an elimination just based on the episode title. The imposter could have a really good title, but a really bad idea. Hmm. Then round two, I, I, I actually really like this. Round two, you get to learn who the guest on the podcast be. So the imposter, maybe they book Chappelle for a terrible idea. Um, although she says, however, any podcast with Chappelle is 100. <laughs> but um, r- round three, if you haven't found the imposter by round three, then the imposter gets to make an elimination of one of the other two crewmates. A little bit of oh, well, like a secret this. H uh, aspect yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then round four or five, you get a little bit more of the pitch and you get to ask a yes or no question. Then you have to decide who wins. Hmm. If at any point we suss at the imposter, we get to hear the full pitches of the remaining ideas. Hmm. You'll be able to put one on the wheel. Uh, sure. So it's, like a, it's, it's a mailbag. What could go wrong? Yeah, I like this. I'm going to have, I'm going to green light this. And, and the next time we have maybe a shortish episode like this mm-hmm. uh, with a bigger mailbag, I will, uh, we will have this ready to go. Okay. I like that. Jane, double name Jane Claire. Hmm. Okay. Sounds, what you, sounds good. Well, I mean, double names, that's, we're talking about triple names. Are we still into the triple name? What do you think about the triple name bracket for bracket well, I, season? We said it was good. Yeah, Are you good. into that? You're, you don't think that's 32 fans? You're up for doing the, 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 the triple name bracket in, in I March? Think it, I think it would be fun. Okay. Well, I'm if into it then. Yeah, if Rob's up for it, don't try to bring this to 32 fans. I'm not, no, I'm not. I want to do it. I yeah. want to do it. I'm just making well, sure. I was telling Akiva before we came on that I felt like he was trying to uh, take the uh, theme song bracket out from under us and uh, bring that over to 32 fans. Uh, to be honest, to be honest, you were you really were not interested in doing it in March 2020. Wow. 
Well, we're not interested in doing a be- in doing a repeat. I mean, again, like we don't have to repeat every good episode we ever did. Mm-hmm. But you were you would nick that. That's how we ended up settling on One Hit Wonders, which was a hit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look, I, now, I, res- I reserve the right makes- to evolve my thinking. <laughs> of, course, of course, and absence makes the heart grow fonder. It's been mm-hmm. two years. I think we right. we could go back to the uh, to the the theme song bracket. Um, yeah, I, that's all I got. Matt, do you have anything for the wheel? Oh, no, you 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 did give me homework and asked me to come up with some ideas for the wheel, but it was pretty last minute, so I didn't really mm-hmm. have, have time have time to do it. That's okay. Okay, Rob, you got anything? Um. Well, I, I'd like to touch on uh, the Renat bot. I feel like that the Renat bot's been a little bit uh, uh, on tilt lately. I'm not sure if What's it's okay in the new year. I think it's getting smarter, honestly, the Renat bot. Yeah? Less nonsense, I think. I don't know. Um, I think it's been a little out there, especially of late. Uh, earlier this week, uh, it wanted to do an idea called Catfishier AF. Akiva is a snob. Akiva is a snob. Akiva cannot be trusted. It's not nice. Yeah, they also did um, DuckTales season three, episode seven. Rob and Akiva have a call-in show in which they try to guess whether or not Akiva is a duck. <laughs> That's a really good one. I like that idea. Yeah. Um, Rob Rob has an evil twin named Liana. Akiva uh, <laughs> and Danny versus Liana and Akiva. So is that yeah, my evil the, twin, Liana? Yeah, the Runapod is obsessed with Liana. Um, also, <laughs> Roppy, hosted by Eric Stein, who ranks the best and worst podcast hosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I like uh, Robin Akiva can't stop thinking about Chester. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, can I also respond to that? Uh, Chester opened up the most recent uh, 32 fans episode talking mm-hmm. about how I was one of the people that did not respond to getting Venmoed one, oh. one cent from Chester. Mm-hmm. Yes, Chenmo, Ch- Chester Venmode. Chenmo. I did not know about this. Yeah, Chester Venmode. Um, everyone he knows, uh, one penny in honor of Festivus because of the Human Fund was that the reason? <laughs> I do, I I don't know, but he made it sound like what? Where does this guy get off? He doesn't accept my Venmo of yeah. one penny, and <laughs> I did see that, and I'm like. What the hell is this? That, uh, I said, is this some sort of like a, a phishing scam? I thought there's no way. Why would Chester be sending me one penny? Obviously, he's been hacked. And mm-hmm. if I respond to this email, mm-hmm. I will be hacked too. Ah. So, yeah, I guess one penny doesn't make it move. It's like there was no reason to accept. That's funny. Yeah, he, like, should he should be blocked. I thought I defended you. I said that's probably not even Rob's never mentioned Venmo. That's probably not even his real account. I mean, it's not like I'm ever out to dinner with five people and like, oh, let's split the check. True. Is True. It, I have very is little use. I've, I think I've used Venmo like three times in my life. Yeah, I didn't think you were a big wow. Venmo guy. We thought maybe it wasn't even your Venmo. At what point would you have accepted it? If it was a dollar, would you have accepted it? I don't know. I mean, if Chester like owed me a dollar, I would say, oh, here's that dollar from Chester. But if right. somebody is like out of the blue, just like uh, sending me a Venmo for some obscure amount of money that I'm probably most likely to think like, oh, they got hacked. Just like if I get like a, a Twitter DM that's like from a random person, that's just a link. I don't click on it. True. That's true. Yeah, I think, I think Rob's completely in the right on this one. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. My defenses um, are up. <laughs> <laughs> you can never be uh, too careful. One more Renatbot idea. Robin Akiva watches Zoom in bed. In this award-winning podcast, <laughs> RNA, 
walk you through the most fabulously bizarre bed stories you've ever heard. Okay, I, I like this one. I like being our RNA. Yeah, that's good. It's very familiar yeah. with us. Um, what, what do you think about this? Robin Akiva's bedtime stories, all stories uh, <laughs> pertaining to beds in some way. Mm hmm. Is this going to be a little too PG thirteen slash R? I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe right. it's like, hey, I was working in a furniture store, or maybe it's like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, who knows where it goes. Yeah, if you have a bed story, <laughs> write in, and if we have more than one good bed story, I we think will you get into like a lot that. of things of like, oh, uh, like, hey, uh, you know, I was so drunk in college that I peed the bed. Like, uh, I who knows? I bet there's a lot of good bed stories out there. Probably. Do you think better than the amount of pizza delivery stories there are? I bet there's more be good bed stories than pizza delivery yeah. stories. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So we're soliciting bed stories for next week. Yeah. 2021 is off to a hot start. Yeah. Renat Bot also uh, referred to me as Rob Tebow at one point. Uh, Rob wow. Tebow, <laughs> you could bring on Rob and Kevin and have them play the game. It calls me a key a lot and it calls you Rob Rob a lot also. Yes. <laughs> so there, there you go. A lot, a lot of stuff from the Renat Bot. Uh, I was not able to find Daniel Strunk's birthday, very sadly. Hmm. But, but I, is he we'll turning 30 um, this year? He is turning 30. Okay. Um, right, you want to spin the wheel? Okay. Sure. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about what is on the wheel right now. Uh, season 3, Episode 7 is ineligible. Uh, mm -hmm. Coin flip. Needs a week break. Crappy movie diaper. People's Choice, Price is Right, You Are a Shark Week, Spinoffs Are Trash, Robin Akiva Invent a Game Show, Slipping Further and Further into the Quicksand, Renap X, The Sequel Mechanism, Match Game, uh, HGTV Shows Are Trash, Robin Akiva Get Tracked, Am I the A-Hole, uh, Gen Z Shows Are Trash, and Best Week Ever. Now, I know we, I brought this up again last week. The, the idea that Liana pitched, where we were talking about a specific year, is, is mm -hmm. that on the wheel or no? Um, the, no, it is not on the wheel yet. Okay. Are we waiting on something? I don't, I let, I, let me, let me double back. I'll get back to you next mm, week, but okay. I can have that ready in some form by next week. Okay. All right. I just feel like there's like a lot of things that sort of like sort of fall in that crack between, Sure, let's let let's wait one week and then we'll put them on the wheel next week. No, and then, I work on things. Just looking at at some of these, I like there's stuff I worked on. This I week. just we feel like if we turn the Renap couch cushions off and then turn the uh -huh. couch upside down, I feel like there's like twelve ideas that were going to fall out. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. This week I will I will get cracking on something, but I did work on a few this week. Also. Okay, I mean, do we have a list of those things? What are they called? I do, I do. Well, it's anything in the wheels wheels wheel waiting room is sort of on my to do list. Okay. All right. Uh, Matt, are you buying that? No, not, not really. Mm -hmm. well, I did. I did. Okay. Chappelle shows there. I, I, I messaged Chappelle this week. Like, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm working and he, on that. And he's not getting back to you? Does he no, very, he got uh, back to me. That does not sound like the Chappelle that I know. He got back to me, but he didn't seem like dying to do the idea where he picks it. I think maybe he needs a, you know, the idea to come to him first and then he'll, he'll decide. I'm okay. listening, Chappelle, if you're listening, I'm, uh, Let's get that going. I'll, okay. I'll have somebody help you with it, even if you want. All right. Uh, Akiva, where do we land on vetoes for 2021? <sighs> um, so I guess unless we change anything, we each have one and then we have the, we have the joint veto. The best friends veto. I just don't know. Um, is there anything we should do differently? 
Somebody said that one idea was that we, we get a veto. And if the listeners agree with our veto, we get the second veto. Okay, so it's basically, this is like a booth review. And yeah, then we send, it, we send it out. And then if like they look in the booth and they say, no, that was a good veto, then we get our veto back. Yes, we get, a, we get the veto back. Correct. What do you think about that? I like it. Is that yeah, for the second idea. half of the year or second veto for the year? Second veto for the year. It, do you get a third one like the NFL challenges or no? Two is max. Hmm. Because in the NFL, if you're two for two, you get a third one. Hmm. I, I, I think you should get a third days. one. We I, get, yeah. We could ask Aisha, but I think three is fair if we go two for two on the first If you go two, two for two, you, you've got your finger on the pulse. It's mm-hmm. true. And I, you, I, and I trust you, the listeners to make this decision. But the only thing is that... It, you probably won't even need three vetoes. I mean, you didn't even need one veto for this year. It's true. Yeah. It, we barely needed one. How this about whole this? Year. It's true. How about this? On the second veto, you got to go 60% approval. I like it. I like okay, it. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. So 50, you get 50 the first one. Somebody write this down. This, could be, mm-hmm. uh, this is the, uh, an amendment to the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put this, put this in there. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead to our big wheel spin, episode 115 coming up. For next week okay also we are hard at work on the rob mckee Vanita podcast best of 2020 special i'm a little burnt nice. out from best of special i did the best of news af i did a best of 2020 on rhap but uh mm-hmm. we still want to put out a best of renap special this week yes we although we did make it uh, on a couple spots in the best of rhap yeah i put a couple of clips there but i started a thread in the subreddit i know akiva tweeted it out if you want to, uh, it's not too late. If you're listening to this podcast, like on Sunday, you can yeah. still tell, let us know. Specific- but if you're telling me on su- Sunday, timestamp me. Yes. Okay. Uh, but or you can put, I'll, I'll you know keep an eye on the Reddit thread also if you want to go ahead and make sure that there's, there's something that it has to be in the best of 2020 on R A A N A P. Here we go. Episode number one fifteen uh, coming out hot. Let's see. Where we're going to go here with a uh, big 115. All right. Oh, and Akiva, we're going to start out with a coin flip. Ooh. Oh, wow. All right. Well, I think that's good because we've watched so many shows in a row. Mm-hmm. Can we make a pack that we're not going to pick something that involves us watching like a TV show or, t- or movie for next week? Um, sure. I know what I'm going to pick. So, uh, oh, wow. you know what you're going to pick. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, how are we spinning the? Co- how are we flipping the coin? Okay. Um, Matt, do you want to call it on the coin? Sure. Okay. All right. Keep you on heads or tails. Okay. I will go. Tails never fails. I'll go tails. Oh shoot! Well, you don't have coins. <laughs> I thought I did. Instead of CD. Uh, Matt's grandparents said you can't tell people what happened in the coin toss till afterwards. <laughs> Everybody write down what you said, heads or tails, and then after the show is over, we'll all reveal how we did. All right. Uh, Akiva, I have a uh, pack of Polaroid film that's uh, nearby. Perfect. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. so, okay. So I'll just flip, flip it up in the air. I'm on video, mm-hmm. so you can see yes. that. Okay. And, you've, and to be fair, we've never found the coin from the previous coin flip, if you remember. I, I don't even <laughs> it's remember. It's still on your desk somewhere. Okay. All right. You flipped it. And yeah, so, uh, yeah, this is obviously, this is heads. Okay. He- this is heads. This is tails. You can't mm-hmm. really tell, but uh, it says okay. Fuji film on the top. 
Okay. okay. All right, here we go. Yeah, my favorite type of film. All right, and it is Heads. Sure it is. <laughs> all right, Rob wins. Okay. Can I make a pitch? Can I make a pitch to you first before you pick, or are you on? Un- yeah, no, you can make a pitch. You can make a pitch. We'll this is like sequester. This is like, okay, yeah. all right, tell me what. Tell yeah. me who, who I should drag right now. Yeah. Should I be like Brent? <laughs> Start yelling? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Never be like Brent. No, please. Okay. Um, girl, bye. Um, here's what I have to say. I think that we should go into the into the sequel mechanism here. Yeah? I think we should. I think we should go to either the census or the hot takeoff for next week and start 2021 off really hot. Why? He's making a lot of sense. I mean, we've already started 2021 off hot with this episode. Yes, correct. Obviously, hotter, obviously. Mm -hmm. But this is technically a 2020 episode because of the wheels. Why? I think both both of those will be very popular. Mm -hmm. Uh, It doesn't involve watching anything. Um, I don't know. Do I need a third reason? What what worry? I I think I know where you're leaning, and it's a good choice. What do you think I'm going to do? I think you're leaning towards Renap X. You know me so well, because that's what <laughs> I want to pick. Okay, pick it. Renap X. There we go. Beautiful. So, and, and you have speakers lined up? Yes, yes. We have the ideas. I mean, they're going to have to, you know, work a little hard this week just putting everything together. Is that yes, on video? Is that on video? Mm, I think the episode will be on video. And then if they want, they could bring a PowerPoint, but they don't have to. Yeah. Uh, this is a, some RNA talks. Matt, do you know what Renap X is going to be? Uh, yeah, those are like the uh, the TED talks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many do you want, Rob? I mean, how long are they going to be? I think we should keep them to ten minutes, right? Ten minutes. I feel like four or five. Okay. Yeah, that's what I, we have planned. I think I have like six possibilities. So, mm-hmm. and if if there's somebody last minute, we had to sign up for this like six months ago. But if there's somebody last minute who has something incredible, send it to me, and you know, how we'll are you going it. to make the cuts here? Well, we made the cuts. I think Kelly and I basically basically picked them. Which already. Kelly is this? Who's which Kelly? Kelly working? Kelly White. Kelly W. Okay. All right. And so, but you have room for other like late breaking yeah, speakers. I, I, I think there's like a couple locks, and then there was like let's say like three top tier ideas, and then three that were both they were all good, but like hard to choose which one. Okay. So if somebody wants to like jump that list, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if someone has something incredible, I'm not going to turn them down. But we have enough already that we could, and plus you know availability. Who knows who's available? Yeah, we have enough that we could get going now. But also, yeah. if someone wants to hit a home run, I'm, I'm all ears. Do we get the the gong? If somebody is like um, gone off the rails, it's not mm-hmm. good. Do we, do we have the opportunity? I would feel bad gonging somebody, but yeah, yeah but, probably. But look, we would feel we would feel bad. But my loyalty is to the listener. That, oh, look at this guy! <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I, I may not want the speaker to feel bad, but if like mm-hmm. uh, they're going on, if they've like lost the thread. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm thinking of the person at home. Who do you think about? Who like, in particular? Right. Like, who's your, who's the listener you have in your head? It's like, ooh, that person's bored right now. Do you have a person? When when you're doing a podcast, you think like, do I the think person about who's one person? One person. And should we maybe if we don't? I, I do, but I don't want to say who, uh, who they are. Oh, I don't want to have that, 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 that much power over me. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy that you have a person. Mm-hmm. I think we should pick someone for a nap. It's like, have we lost that person? And if we lost them, well, it used to be Taylor Cotter. Yeah, I was just gonna say, wasn't there a, a bit? That I think we put her to sleep forever, Taylor Cotter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I think we, yeah, I don't know. Well, she did come back to Twitter this week. I'm not sure if she's still around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Who should? Yeah, we could think about who that person is. You could, someone could be like the write in and be the person who's like the person we have in our heads. But who wants real estate? Who's, li- yeah, who's living rent free? 
But I, I want everybody to be, you know, interested. I don't want to be losing people. Okay, but I'll tell them beforehand. Like, if it sucks, just FYI, we're gonging you, baby. Yeah. I mean, it kills me when I to get the negative feedback. Do we, um, do we want to only have one gong, or can we gong everybody if it all sucks? At which, at which point, we kind of have to gong <sighs> ourselves, because then it's a bad idea, on, and it's on us. Mm, yeah. I mean, I think we would let them go on for a couple of minutes. Like, we would let them, like, if they're going on for five minutes, maybe, like, maybe. Yeah, no, I wouldn't gong 30 seconds in unless they're like, in this, I'm going to explain to you why OJ not only didn't do it, but was like, <laughs> OJ. <you> know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I'd be interested like, in that. Yeah. No, I would not gong that at all. Trust I'd be on me. the edge of my seat with that one. That. Yeah. But if so. it was like, uh, you know, I'm, I was trying to, like, not be too offended. Right, right. You got well, we, get we get it. We got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. All right, uh, I'm I'm excited about that. I think that we could get like uh, unlimited gongs, uh, but I think that maybe like maybe we need some sort of like a we're, we're getting close to a gonging. Maybe it's sort of like a <clears throat> if everybody gets gong, that's basically like a pug gong. Yes. All right, we should end the show on that. Okay. Oh boy. All right, Maddie Fresh. Well, what's next for that's you? Right. Oh man, I don't know. I I feel like there's there's not a lot going on so i'll probably just uh you know can complete my uh my week off from school and just watch as much tv as i can this week what are you watching I... these days besides uh um, boy meets world on dvd <laughs> uh I'm, I'm finishing up uh search party on hbo max ahead of the new season that's coming out yeah, what is search like party first, i like the first season a lot but i did not keep up with it but it's a good show the first season was really good and i think the second what's season, the premise of search party um it kind of changes a little each season but it starts off the, the first season is uh it's these four 20 something year old friends that have kind of recently graduated from college and someone that they were acquaintances with in uh the college that they went to has gone missing and the the main character dory is the only one that seems to care and mm. she tries to she tries throughout the season to find her and tries it's to like get a her. brooklyn comedy mystery basically mm-hmm. okay yeah it looks like a good cast Oh, it's good. very good cast. Very good fun. It's it's really fun. It's like it's it's the out of all the shows that are like currently airing right now, it's definitely my favorite show right now. Wow. Okay. High praise. Yes. Till Girl Meets World comes back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. That's canceled. Yeah, this is on four seasons. I've never heard of it before. I, yeah, it was I TBS. Like, I think it changed it channels, right? Yeah, it was uh, TBS yeah. for the first two seasons, and now it's on, now it's an HBO Max uh, okay. mm-hmm. original. But yeah, I feel like not a lot of people talk about it, but the you people who recommended it to me were very passionate about it, and now I can mm-hmm. see why. Yeah. Okay. What else? I never watched watching? the TBS show before that. Yeah. Um, I finished season one of The Politician, so I'm going to knock out season two this weekend. What's also. The Politician? Uh, it's a Ryan Murphy show on Netflix. Uh, it stars Ben Platt, and kind of each season is a different political race season. So the first season is uh, him trying to be student body president in his high school, and the mm. next season is years later where he's trying to run for New York Senate. Is it anything like The West Wing? Um, I mean that sounds kind of political. So I, I, it's 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 uh it's a satire. It's like a comedy drama, but mostly like a satire and you know politics based. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's those those are the two I'm currently currently working on right now. Um. Yeah. Uh, any any recommendations for shows I should check out? Hmm. Um. Hmm. Have you ever seen uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Good yeah, show. Yeah, that is okay. really good. I just watched the uh, reunion also on HBO Max. Oh, okay. What about Sisters? It's a soapy uh, <laughs> Saturday. Seal <laughs> <laughs> <Seal> Award. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, and then Akiva, what's what's going on with you? Uh, that I know you had a big birthday party at your house this week. Yeah, my yeah, my son had a birthday party. Your son was invited. It was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, along with along with a lot of adult friends who came and played Among Us. Um, my um, what's up with me? We skipped NGOG this week, but we'll be back at it this weekend, recording an episode. Thirty-two fans. We had a very fun episode, our four hundredth episode. We did not realize we were up to episode four hundred till we got ready to record. So we threw together a uh, forty different listeners sent in top ten lists. We ranked those. We we went over those four hundred. Yeah, I, I was things. listening this morning. It was very fun. It was fun. It was listeners ranking the sexiest accents that Claire from uh, mm-hmm. If I Car Claire sent that into. Uh, you know, some sports things and and uh, you know, top ten Canadian provinces stuff like that. And then um, yeah, football stuff. We have uh, hopefully Adam Gase is going to get fired on. On Black Monday, uh, I, I make this rant every year with the, the day that the football coaches get fired. Uh, people are like, oh, you can't celebrate when they get fired. Like, no, they make $20 million over the course of their contract. You're allowed to celebrate if they get fired. And do people really do that? People are like, hey, Jay Glazer, every year, Jay Glazer's like, these are people losing yeah, jobs. Yeah, but he's like, like in the industry. Like, fans are uh-huh. like that? Yeah. No, no, no normal fans are like that, but Jay Glazer does it. Mm-hmm. Come on. He's like, yeah. Yeah, if you're if you have generational wealth, then we're allowed to celebrate you losing your job. That's mm-hmm. my rule. Yeah, come on, Plenty let's, of money. we can we can have some fun. We're fans. It's true. It's true. I, no, I, I even like, feel yes, like in want... the in the reality TV world, I feel like even if you say like, uh, you know, this person is not my favorite, people are like, uh, why do you have to say anything about like, uh, like I, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm allowed to talk about things mm-hmm. that I like and don't yeah. like. So we got that, and uh, next week on Robin the podcast, don't we have them. yeah. Don't at them. Don't don't tag them. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Renap X next week on a little show called the Robin Akivanita Podcast. Okay. All right. And Uncle Kivi, are you mm-hmm. uh, pumped up for Justin Fields? Yeah, the Jets uh, are going to draft second. Hopefully, they'll get Justin Fields. Maybe we could trick. Should we start leaking stories? Could that be a Robin Akiva thing? Leaking negative stories about Trevor Lawrence to get him to slip the two. I he was out late. He thinks yeah. COVID's a whole. Yeah. Uh, what else could we? What else could we do? You know, in my like addled brain of being a sports fan, like I did try to think about like uh, you know, I I root for like terrible things to happen to people so that mm-hmm. like then like you know like like uh players to get hurt or false positive COVID tests and mm-hmm. stuff like you know um it's like a sickness and it's it, it, what I'm if not... we spread good news about Justin Fields getting picked first instead of Trevor Lawrence what if we like Justin Fields like helped a little old lady cross the street he gave yeah. all his money to charity from his rookie contract I don't know. it's just like um I'm not sure like this sports fandom is a good thing because I I root for like bad things to happen I never to, root to for people. people to get hurt. I know, like maybe their feelings to get hurt, but I never root for people to actually get hurt unless they're on the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Wow, obviously that's fair game. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's the, the only sports team that I like that I have oh, that I, I have. Joking, Matt has like a Yankees banner up. up. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, uh, that'll do it for us here. Uh, but Akiva and I will have a best of Renap 2020 podcast for you this week uh, as well. So you're getting a lot this week. A lot of uh, Renap yes. coming your way. Plenty of us. Um, uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. We had a great year. What? Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What was better, 2020 or 2019 on this podcast? Hmm. I feel like that we were uh, more consistently strong in 2020. And I feel mm-hmm. like that. Uh, I do feel like that maybe 2019 
might have had you know uh some stretches of like uh high highs but i don't really think we went into like a slump at all in uh 20- yeah, no i think you nailed the answer i think that the the summer of 2019 where we had the live show and we did the argon trail and we did the like the royal rumble stuff like that yeah. it's hard to to have topped that but i agree 2020 there wasn't like a an outright stinker like uh there was a few of them in 2019 <laughs> Uh, yeah. I think we figured out more. And I, yeah, I agree. And also, I think even the, the individual highs, and, and we didn't really have much to do with a couple of the really highs, the mm-hmm. big highs like the, the musical, the, the audio documentary, and the song of the summer. Um, we, but those three episodes are may, arguably maybe the three best episodes. In the I show. even feel so. like in 2020, like some of my favorite stuff was like around the time like that, uh, like all the COVID stuff started to shut down. I feel like that uh, we had some, uh, you know, really strong uh, episodes, like right when the world was getting the most absurd. Like, I feel like that we were really like, uh, like hitting our stride and had, you know, just a, a great year. Yeah, well, yeah, the one people actually really brought up, um, which is a little bit later than that, was Eddie. That I was shocked, but so many people were like, oh, that was my favorite episode. Yeah, I think there was a wild mailbag there, too, right? That was Mm -hmm. like both, both Eddie. People yeah. like the View episode, the Dr. Mike episode. Those were some of the the popular yeah. ones. I'm sure we'll hear uh, some bits and pieces uh, from a, from a bunch of those in the Best of Renap special. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a great time to be just getting back into Renap. Yes. Okay. Well, welcome back, Matt. Thank you. Good okay. to be here. All right. Uh, mandatory. Thank, now. thank you so much for <laughs> listening, everybody. Take care. Have a good one. I Bye. Think we really need a podcast. But I'd need your help. Can we finally seal the deal? I think we do. We need a podcast. But that's not enough. We have nothing if we don't at least have a small idea. For this weekend, let's just pretend that we know what will be coming up next. Rob and Akiva need a podcast. I got one more podcast to do. I bet Mira's happy that I get to do two. I got one more podcast to do. And I'm just happy that I get to do it with you. Listen, Akiva, I'm sorry I peeved ya. But you know it's all in good fun. I never expected we'd all be objective. Now this new podcast has begun. Dude, are you a moron? You think that I'd move on? Leaving was never my plan. You act like an ass hat, but of course I'll come back. True. The 32 fans. Rob and Akiva need a podcast. And they need your help Can you make it onto the wheel Rob and Akiva need a podcast Yeah, they'll buy or sell Your ideas, they'll talk about it Till you've gotten your fill Every weekend, better attend You can guess what will be coming up next Rob and Akiva need a
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.